gonna chase your body all night long. From sundown to sundown, I wanna make you mine. You ain't gotta say too much from the look in your eyes. I can tell you wanna fuck. You ain't gotta call me your fool. Somebody you wanna fuck. say about that (laughs) dude i'm telling you what i find the most random fucking strange shit and i'm like oh that'd make for a perfect intro (laughs) it was you know what was kind of was kind of weird was like the 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 i'm gonna assume that those were the the kids parents and the mom and dad look kind of close they look a lot alike i have no idea like you sure that that video wasn't shot like in Alabama or Mississippi? Because <laughs> <laughs> they looked they looked like they could almost be brother and sister. Well, maybe I I don't know. You're I think you're thinking way too much about it than I am. Were, were they cussing? I, I were they cussing never... in front of the kid? Oh oh totally, dude. Because I thought I thought I heard some f bombs in there. Oh yeah yeah. You don't you know uh, something about you know I can tell by the look in your eyes I can yeah. tell you want to fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's totally what they were saying. And see, and I pared it down to about a minute. There's a full version of that thing where they start from the very beginning of the song. Oh my god! And go the like the entire way through like three and a half minutes of that song, and and it's hysterical to watch because of course they can't sing. You know, they're off key, all that shit. And to me, I'm looking at it as they don't even know the words. <laughs> well, and that's and that's one of the best parts. There's a part where because it's a duet, if you will. Yeah. And so the guy, the 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 wigger in this case, he kind of knows the words. He he's more on than he's off. Where the chick on the other hand, there's parts where she's just totally like you know, she's just mumbling. You know, yeah, like, yeah, she has no clue what's being said. And I don't even know who's filming it because somebody's holding the camera. Yes. That's shit. what I was thinking too. I'm like, who the hell is. Yeah. They had a friend. <laughs> who's, or a who's in a Lincoln member. chair? Exactly. Somebody was in the <laughs> fucking Lincoln chair filming that shit. But when I saw that, I was just like, oh man, this is. Like, you, couldn't, you couldn't put down the toddler for five minutes to do and because the thing is like that that baby boy there he's at that age where he he fucking sponges up every you know he's yeah you know a day or so you know about a day later he was saying fuck too oh of course (laughs) but that's that's what was so funny is you know you got this this girl and this guy that are young we're talking i'm thinking 18 19 tops yeah with this toddler who's like two and so it's like, okay, you guys started early and yet they're playing gangster. You know, it's like, oh Jesus, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it was just a LARP. <clears throat> well, some some part talk- of me says no. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> part of what makes it authentic, you know? Right. right. That's why I said wigger, you know? <laughs> well, it just reminds it like it seeing that it like, 
it reminds me of like me and me and my ex-wife do stupid shit that we used to do. Nothing like that, but just right. you know the 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 lack of days the uh lack of days is what lack of days ago attitudes we had about when we were younger raising our raising our kid yeah it's like i look back on some of that stuff i'm like eh, it's a little cringe well, maybe yeah. maybe not do but live and learn you know live well and, learn. and and you know what it's funny cuz that ties into the title of the show so what a great segue without even knowing it, but I have a story to go with it. Title of the show tonight, kids. Theme of the topic is the biggest mistake you'll ever make. And I tweeted about it earlier, and I said, you know, the biggest mistake is that you make no mistakes at all, okay? <laughs> I'm going to get into what I mean by that, oh. all right? But before I do, you're talking about cringe moments. So yesterday... I'm out with one of the new guys. We're out doing the route, doing the jobs, and we're on lunch, and he's talking about he's got a YouTube channel. And I'm sitting there thinking, so do I. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you what do you do on your YouTube channel? You know? And he's like, Oh, you know, mostly like dad jokes. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. I'm like, care to show me one just out of curiosity, you know, whatever. And so he pulls up one that had over like 6,000 views and like 400 likes or something. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How many again? Say that again. It had like 6,000 views and it was like a short. So it's yeah. like 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay? He had this short that was like 30 seconds long. His wife filmed it. <laughs> She's got the phone in her hand. You can hear her talking because she's asking him the riddle, if you will, okay? But she's got the camera. The spotlight's on him. I don't know if he just woke up or what, but he's just sitting there. No special backdrop, no special lighting. It's total fucking amateur hour. But she asks him, what, what do you get when you spell Y-E-S? And he's like, yes. And she's like, and what is... E-Y-E-S. And he's sitting there and he's staring at the camera and you could see the fucking wheels spinning. <laughs> and it took him like 30 seconds to compute. Because even she said, like, you're taking way too long to answer this question. Because I'm like, you know, if yes is Y-E-S, what is E-Y-E-S? It's like, well, it's eyes, you know, duh. But that got so much fucking, it literally like went viral for him, you know, not millions of views and millions of likes, but it got a lot. And I'm just like, part that's, of me. That's like, a lot, man. It is. Dude, it's more than anything I've ever done. As far well, what as do you, what do you think? Like, what do you think why that is? Dude, I, I have no, no theories. Idea. I mean, it doesn't have to be one thing. I mean, it can be multiple things, but just some, some silly shit like that, you know? Well, I think a lot of it is whatever tags they threw in, whatever they named it, that they, they may have hit on something that kind of, you know, was trending or something like dad jokes or something. I mean, I asked him, you know, well, how many followers do you have? You know, I'm just, I'm curious. He only has like 33 or 34 followers, dude. He, he literally has <laughs> And I'm like, okay, and how long, how old's your channel? You know, I'm thinking, you know, is it brand spanking new? Like, did you just start it yesterday? No, he's had it since like 2015. Okay. And I'm sitting there thinking, damn, you know, I've had my channel since 06. And granted, 
it's gone through a couple of iterations over the years uh, yeah. up until its current form. Yeah. Okay. So I knew in the beginning I wasn't planning on being a content creator. It was more, I, I got on YouTube to watch cat videos. You know, it's like, ah, yeah. here's a way for me to watch fucking cat videos. And then it turned into me filming cat videos. And then it turned into me moving over to the GoPro on my motorcycle and showing rides I went on. And then after that is when it turned into what it is today. And uh, so, you know, for him to not have a lot of followers, it kind of makes sense because he's only been making content, for lack of better words, for a short period of time. Because he's like, oh, I've only been, you know, really kind of doing this for like the last six months or something. But why that particular video took off, I have no idea. I've been experimenting with that myself with shorts. That dude, my, the shorts I put out that is literally repurposed content get way more views way more interaction than the long form like the like this show. yeah because they've been popping up in my in my feed right well and they the show thing, up on the the whole youtube short feed is kind of what i mean i don't watch it because right. like i know i've seen right. you, you already know <laughs> so yeah i just but yeah i remember uh I, i'm old enough to remember whenever your videos you were doing them outside yeah but bald head and everything yep you never skull cap or nothing dude i was like okay mm -hmm. yeah some of my earlier stuff that is and if y'all I, I think i think some of your earlier stuff is still some of the best stuff too well it is. i mean it's funny because i've got videos you know going back to 2018 which was kind of when i really started doing all of this and some of those still get quite a bit of traction that it's like wow hmm. even though my own personal viewpoint has changed a little bit over time just from learning experience growth whatever you yeah. want to call it that it's like do you still believe that exact same thing now that i was talking about then it's like i've changed a little bit because of experience because of time well of course but you I will still stand by what i did back then that's why yeah. that video is still there you know, it's like, I still stand by it, but I'm not that exact same guy I was, you know, I'm not the same now that I was then. Yeah, there's nuance. You've gained nuance to certain subjects and everything. Oh, yeah. You learn, you know. Yeah. It's, it would be sad and almost artificial, in my opinion, if you've been doing content, you know, speaking of, you know, YouTube, if you've been doing the exact same thing for, say, five, ten years and you haven't changed your viewpoint at all, period. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah, to me, it'd be like, wow, either you really have never learned anything or you're sticking to a script, you know, that, well, this is what gets the views. And so it's not really what I believe, but I'm going to get the views anyway. Or like what 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 i've seen some creators do with their content is like their older content they'll they'll uh memory hole it you know for the newer mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you just keep yours up there that's what i like so you kind of get to see <clears throat> as a consumer i get to see like your evolution the growth yeah the growth the, the evolution transformation oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well and, and to I me do. i do too. to me to me that that seems more quote unquote authentic yeah, it's more you know? it's more sincere i'll call it yeah that. 
Yeah, I like sincere better. Yeah, I do too, because authentic's <clears throat> got a bad taste to it now. Yeah, it does. But there you have it. It's it's more sincere. It's like, oh wow, here he was back in this day, and this is what he was saying then, and this is how he behaved at that point. And then okay, a couple years go by, and oh well, he's kind of he's evolving, if you will. He's 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 growing up, he's changing his yeah. point of view about some things, you know, and then here we are today. Oh, and that's kind yeah. of a it's kind of a lesson to other people that watch that content. It's like, well, if he's able to change and you know uh, through his experiences and stuff like that, gain better insights, more nuanced uh, viewpoints and stuff like that, then the next guy can or next person right. whoever's watching can do that. Right. So, well, that's and, a good thing. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's how I look at it too. Uh, oh, Marshall, no, Nick's Nick has prior engagements. He already told us here late last week he wasn't going to be here tonight. So it's just us two. You get you get me in bowl tonight. <laughs> mm. But getting back to the biggest mistake you'll ever make. Okay, um, I witnessed something very recently where. An individual said that, like, they were kind of complaining, you know, that dating is hard and meeting people's hard is kind of the, that's not exactly what they said, but I'm paraphrasing and giving you a context. Mm -hmm. But they said, you know, more or less it was, you know, dating's hard, times have changed. And <clears throat> they said something along the lines of women have become more hard to read. And if I can't read them, like when they're meeting a woman or having an introduction or a, a first meetup or whatever, if they can't read them, then the guy's ejecting. He's, he's, he's out. He's like, I'm not even going to bother. Read by body language or yeah, conversation. Language, yeah. All of it. The whole thing. If okay. I can't read a woman, I'm, I'm out. Okay. Which I sat there and initially at the time when I heard it, I didn't think a lot about it. It just, it, for whatever reason, it went into the back of my head. But at the time I heard it, I didn't think too much about it. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But it obviously stuck. And here we are because now I'm coming back to it. And I'm thinking, first of all, I thought, you know, I should have called the dude a pussy. Because to me, it's like, okay, so you're never going to be able to read quote unquote. Yes, you can read body language. You can see if someone's giving you, you know, indicators of interest, IOIs in PUA speak. You can see when someone's into you because of how they smile or whatever it may be. And you can also tell in a lot of ways when someone's telling you fuck off. It's not hard if you just open yeah. your eyes and pay attention. For sure. But to try and say you know, like, because to me, that's where it was like, oh, you don't want to make a mistake. And dude, some of the most valuable lessons I ever learned were from making big mistakes. And if you're going to try and tiptoe through life, not wanting to make a mistake because you don't want to get it wrong. You don't want to embarrass yourself. You don't want to, oh, I got the raging SJWs coming after me now. I got me too'd and, and, and all that shit. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, the inner perfectionist strikes again. 
you're not going to make anything perfect and you're never going to get better at something if you don't do it. But if you want to try and use it as a cope, well, then the biggest mistake you'll ever make is the fact that you made no mistakes because you never tried, basically, whether it be women or whatever it is. There's a lot of things I look back when I was younger that I didn't know how to do, but because I couldn't just do it immediately, you know, right off the bat. Well, I gave it up, you know, well, I can't do this, fuck it, you know, and it's that inner perfectionist is what it was for me where it's like, well, dude, you're not going to just, for instance, pick up a guitar and start playing Yngwie Malmsteen. When I, don't you think, a guitar. I don't think Yngwie picked up a guitar and just started playing like, like, no, Yngwie, no, you know, <laughs> he started way fucking young, like three. Yeah. But, yeah. But it took him years years and years and years but imagine imagine if he had that mindset that that guy had oh, yeah. he, a guitar he and tried it and he's like no nah, fuck this shit yeah we would have <laughs> never heard of him his music wouldn't exist you know oh. but but that's that's what got me thinking is is to me it was like this guy was trying to avoid making a mistake you know that oh i see this woman i find her attractive but she's you know i'm i'm not i can't read her it's not a matter of like she's looking at me with dagger eyes, like come near me and I will fucking kill you. You know, something that really kind of goes, whoa, don't go over there. Or the opposite, where she's smiling, her eyes are crinkling, she's giggling and playing with her hair, all kinds of shit that would say, <coughs> yeah, go over there, go fucking talk to her. She's yeah. just neutral. You know, she just kind of looks at him, doesn't smile, doesn't ignore. It's just neutral. But because it's not a no, (laughs) it's It's not not a no, no, bro. That's right. It's, you know, it's a yes until it's a no. That's how I look at it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you expect her to do? You expect her to like have her tongue hanging out at you and fuck. Well, and that's, I mean, I don't know what, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what, what his expectation was. And what was he doing? You know, what was he doing? Coping, you know. Ultimately, in my opinion, he was coping. And that's why I said if if I'd have thought about it at the time, I probably would have told I probably would have looked at him and been like, dude, you're a pussy, you know, just called him out. Because it, it sounds very, very close to, you know, girls with tattoos and mm-hmm. different colored hair, all these piercings. Same which, category, dude. Which I'm I'm in I'm Same. I'm all in on girls like that, dude. Oh, well, <laughs> oh my. I, you know, it's funny because going back to evolving, going back to growing up, changing points of view. There was articles and even videos I did about, you know, chicks with tattoos, the, the, the warning signs, all that shit. Even though I married a chick with tattoos, even more than I have, I have dated multiple women with tattoos, but they can be a handful. And depending on what you're looking for, you might want to proceed with caution is kind of what I said at the time. Yeah. Now I'm more of the dude. Red flags are a green light, man. All in, baby. All in. All in. Don't dip don't, your don't keep your toe in there. Yeah, that's jump right. In. Don't don't check the temperature <laughs> to see if the water's fine. Just fucking jump in on that shit. Yeah, that's where I'm at now today. I'm yeah. all all in now. Well, you remember you remember that girl uh, that we we're at your tattoo shop, your buddy's tattoo shop, like that girl that was doing my tattoo. Dude. Yeah. She oh was, yeah, she had fucking tattoos oh, everywhere. Oh, 
That's the one behind club right there for me. I should have moved on that. You should have. You really should have. Yes. Because <laughs> she was, in, I mean, more than, like less than halfway through, she was telling me about her whole life and shit. Dude. I was like, yeah. Right. Oh, I want to take her home. Right. No, dude, she was hot. I, I, I'll be the first to admit that when I saw you got her, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, because she was definitely the hot, hottest female tattoo artist they had there at that time. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, it, that's where I'm thinking, dude, if you don't, I will. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hell, even if you do. Here you did. Eskimo pros. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right, dude. That's totally where I'm looking at it. It's like, ah, oh, fuck that, man. We'll Eiffel yeah, Tower no. that shit. That's right. That's right. It's not gay if you don't touch. That's you right. know, it, who gives a fuck? That's what I mean. That's that's kind of where I've, you know, grown and changed in that respect. That it's just like, ah, too many dudes are virtue signaling and wanting to be timid. You know, it's like, I can't make a mistake because if I make a mistake, I'm going to get me too I'm going to get, you know, the rape whistle or get the cops called on me or everybody's going to laugh. And all I can say to that now, even a few years later, is it's like, dude, you ain't shit. Nobody cares about you. You, you know, you say their name and everyone's going to go, who? No one's going to give a fuck. Well, they're putting the cart before the horse. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, they're, 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 think, they're already thinking the outcome before they even do the approach. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking the worst, the worst outcome possible, which is like. That they're going to, the chick's going to blow them off and all that shit. Dude, and you know, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because when I first met my now ex-girlfriend who's 20 fucking years younger than me. So when I first met her, she was 22 and I was 42. And I met her at a, at, at a tarot reading is where I first met her. And then the next thing I know, she shows up in one of my classes that I was teaching. And then after the class, she shows up again. And so, you know, and, and we were dialoguing because I was her teacher. I taught her tarot, taught her how the fucking this shit works. Okay. And uh, we're talking several months had elapsed between first meeting to when, you know, her and I were actually sitting next to each other, shooting the shit, talking about tarot and whatnot. But I remember all the scenarios going through my head that, oh, she's not into me like that. You know, oh, I, I, I'm old enough to be her dad because I knew her age. I knew some of her backstory. Okay, because she told me a bunch of shit. And I just remember there was one day, though, I was like, man, I have to know. I have to know. Most likely, she's going to blow me off. Most likely, she's going to say, what the fuck, dude? Or push me away or whatever. She might call the cops. She might pull out a can of mace and hit me with it. She might have a taser in her pocket and I get, you know, 100 million volts of electricity coursing through my bones. (laughs) Whatever it is, I imagine the absolute worst case scenarios. Okay. She's going to call the cops. She's got a brother that's going to come beat the shit out of me. Uh, I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to lose my job. All these things, all that shit went through my head. But I was like, man, I don't care. I have to know. Not knowing is worse. And so the next time I saw her, which was the next day, we're shooting the shit. She's talking about whatever. And I just stopped her. I interrupted her and I said, hey, come here. And she stops and what? And I was like, come here. I got to know something. So she walks over to me and she genuinely looks confused. Like what? And I fucking grabbed her, put my arm around her, pulled her in and I kissed her. Okay. 
And at the time, I was thinking any moment now she's going to push back. She's going to blow the rape whistle. The fucking SWAT team's going to descend out of the sky, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to get shot in the head, and I'm going to get my dick cut off. All this shit just went through my head. Turns out she kissed me back. Turns out she was into it. Yeah, that's what, that's what guys never – guys always expect the worst outcome possible. Right. But they never ask themselves, what if it works? Yeah, what if what if she says yes? Yeah, yeah. What if she's into it? Because from that moment on, we started dating and we dated for almost 4 years. And it's just like, holy shit. If I had never done it had I backed out, had I been a pussy, I would have never known which to me was more painful than knowing. Not knowing was more painful than knowing. It's like, ah, I was expecting her to be like, "Whoa, dude, what are you doing?" You know, you, you could be my dad. That's, ew, that's ick. That's gross. You know, I was expecting all of that shit and turns out she was into it. And it's just like, oh, fuck. And that's what I mean about the biggest mistake you'll ever make is that you'll make no mistakes at all. You're going to want to make be perfect. And you think you think you're bigger than you are. You think that you matter more than you do. You think you're somebody when the truth is you're fucking nobody, okay? Just like me, I am fucking nobody, okay? But you think that you're this, you know, I'm this, I'm the prize. I'm a high-value man. I'm an alpha male. No, dude, you ain't shit. Nobody's going to me to you. Nobody's going to fucking cut your dick off, all that other horse shit. It's like, ah, go take some chances. Make some fucking mistakes. Chances are you'll live through them and you'll learn from it. And bare minimum, even if it doesn't work out, whatever it is, at least then you'll know. You'll be like, oh, ah, it didn't work out. But you know what? It wasn't that bad. You know, wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. She just kind of went, whoa, dude, sorry. Uh, you know, sorry you got the wrong impression. That's that's not me. Sorry, man. Oh, all right. But at least now you fucking know. Well, that's like with, you know, mm. I think a lot of a lot of that right too, with the value. Zach nailed it. Delusions of grandeur. God damn right. So many guys with secret king energy think they're bigger and more important and more valuable than they really are when I, I see it all the fucking time. Yeah. And that's even what I was thinking when I when I heard this guy talking about shit, you know? <laughs> well, the delusions of grandeur, a lot of guys have that stuff. It's like, oh, I'm the prize and shit. <clears throat> and I I compared to a girl, like, you know, I kind of am, but that's because I I'm I know I'm valuable, but like trust in a relationship <laughs> that you build that value mm -hmm. over time, you know. Because like my my girlfriend last week, she's uh, we we're messaging each other, and she was said, you know, the more I found I find out about you, the more I love you, you know. Right. So I, I mean, I just keep I just keep drip feeding her all this stuff about me, and a lot oh. of times because she even asks about stuff, I'm just like, I'm not going to tell you that right now. <laughs> we're not there yet, babe. Jesus, the the the, the the stick holding the carrot just got extended a little further out. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, why not, man? I mean, you don't right. have to tell her everything up front. Good no, and, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't, you know, <laughs> volunteer everything because you should want her to want to dig around. Okay. You yeah. don't vomit everything out on the first time you fucking meet her. Okay. I gave her, I gave her shit here about a month and a half ago because I left my wallet at her house and she, she went into my wallet to see when my birthday was because she, she kept asking me. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't man. tell her. I wouldn't tell her. Dude. She's like, what? I, 
She's like, don't you have a birthday cone? I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, I totally. Oh, my God. I wrote about I wrote about kitten a couple years ago. Chick that was has all these tattoos. She's got more flags, more red flags than a communist parade. All that shit. This chick was fucking nuts. Okay. And I was wondering the same thing about her, that it's like, how old are you? You know, this was me and her after we'd been fucking for a minute and all this shit. And she's like, actually, I'm older than you. And I'm like, oh, oh, whatever. That's fine. This this woman took very good care of herself, very good care of herself. But she wouldn't tell me how old she was. Mm. And then there was one day... <laughs> I remember we went out, we were fucking throwing axes. We went on an, on an axe throwing adventure. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was fun. And she was fucking good at it, man. She picked it up real quick. So we're, we're fucking throwing axes. And of course this place, and it's unfortunate now the place doesn't exist anymore. They went out of business during the pandemic, but at the time it was like this bar that you could throw axes at. Okay. They had, yeah. a, uh, they had the whole ax set up. We have several of those. You here. could drink, you know, you could mm -hmm. sit around and get fucking tanked. And that's what we were doing. We were drinking and throwing axes. Yeah, I know. That doesn't sound like the, the brightest of ideas. Not super. Sharp yes. Yeah, sharp edge <laughs> weapons that you're throwing around willy nilly while you're in toxic. There, there's a place not too far from me that it's, it's got to set up like that and they serve mead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. They, these motherfuckers had that, too, now that I think back on it. They had that. But we were just drinking beer. Yeah. Okay? But we're sitting there drinking, and she bought a round. Well, of course, Utah being Utah, they, they wanted to see her ID, even though they knew we were both of age. You know, oh. they could tell. I mean, me with the white beard, hell. Okay. But it didn't matter. It's everybody got carded. So we're sitting there. I bought the first round. And so we're getting a good buzz. We're throwing edged weapons around. And, and then she's like, do you want another drink? And I'm like, well, hell yeah, that'd be great. She's like, okay, I'm buying this round. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's fine. You know, I, it's, oh, uh, no, no, I can't have the women buying drinks. I'm going <laughs> to go right ahead. You know, fuck yeah. You know, it's not going to break my bank. That's fine by me. Go right ahead. Buy buy all the booze you want. I, I will drink everything you put in front of me. I'm good. So, of course, she, you know, the, the waiter comes around. The guy comes around. Hey, can I get you guys something? She's like, yeah, you know, I want we want another round. Okay, yeah, yeah. Can I see your ID? Oh, sure. So she pulls it out. He had to go run it under some scanner or something. But when he came back with the beers, and her ID, he set them down on the table. And then, you know, he left. He went and did his thing. Well, we're sitting there throwing axes. And then while I'm waiting my turn as she's fucking hucking axes like a goddamn barbarian and just like nailing it, man. I, I'm sitting there, you know, by the table and I look over and I see, you know, there's her drink and there's her fucking ID. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. You're like five years older than me. She Recon time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is I remember she came back over and she saw me looking and she immediately, you know, grabs it. And, <laughs> and I'm like, so, yeah, you are older than me by five years. So what? And she's like, you aren't supposed to see that. I'm like, I don't care. God, is that but like a sticking point much for her? Yeah, well, <laughs> it kind of was. And that's what I told her. I was like, you know what? If you have a problem with the fact that you're dating a younger dude, 
that's your problem. I don't care. I was like, I was just curious. And because you wouldn't tell me this is what I ended up doing because curiosity killed the cat and all that. You know, I was like, well, how old is she? I really don't know. And it's like, oh, wow, you're fucking five years older than me. Oh, well, you know, and that's when I was 48. Yeah. Yeah, it was about when I was 48 because she is, she's like five years and two, three months older than me. And I'm like, damn woman, you look fucking great for your age. Who cares? You yeah. know, that's, that's the whole point. You're already having fun. Who gives a shit? Oh, Zachary, dude. I'm telling you what, dude, it got better from there. At that time, it totally got better. We went home and fucked. That's just the way it goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I had a- Not an issue unless you guys make it an issue. Okay. Yeah, because my, my girlfriend knew I was I'm older than her, mm-hmm. but she didn't. She wanted to know like my exact birthday, so she. Can oh, that's because shit. she wants to give you a present. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't tell her. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I the, will. When women ask me, and because I know what they're doing, I'm like, oh fuck, I'll tell you my goddamn birthday. But I make it fun because there are a couple of celebrities that I share a birthday with. One of them is Elvis Presley, mm. and that's what I tell them. I'll be like, oh, I have the same birthday as Elvis Presley. And nice. depending on the woman, granted, she's late 20s, early 30s. She has she's no not going to know that shit. She's like, oh, <laughs> who fucks that? Okay. Yeah. But uh, a chick who's into music or a woman who's a little bit older knows exactly who Elvis Presley is. And that's yeah. when they're like, oh, shit. And then they, you know, start Googling Elvis Presley. And it's like, well, there you go. There's my fucking birthday. Yeah, I just didn't want to tell my girlfriend because... That's just the sadist part. Well, yeah, and I, and I understand that. I that. That's kind of what I do too. But I also know why they're fishing because it's like, oh, you're planning on sticking around for a minute. Yeah. And you're planning something, whatever it is, whether it's a mm-hmm. trip out somewhere or some kind of a gift you want to know. Or maybe they want to know because of chick crack, you know, are we compatible? You know, are, is our astrological signs good? And trust me, I'm compatible with all 12 signs of the Zodiac. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, it's she, uh, that's, that's another, that's when it kind of hit me again, that girl wants to find out something about you. She'll find it the fuck out. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they will fucking, they're, they're detectives at that point. They're, they're, <laughs> they're hot on the 48 hours case, you know, talk about they're, fucking human with the fucking CIA, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, uh, what, what's that fucking show that's been around forever? Uh, CIS or CSI. CSI. That, yeah. That's the one that's the, them fucking girls watch that for a reason. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my girlfriend, she loves the uh, ID channel. Oh, yeah. With, the, with I call the, that the blood channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they all love that shit, dude. All the true crime CSI. It's like, okay, either you're planning a murder or you're wanting to know how to catch a murderer. One of the two. So which is it? Sometimes it's both. You know, yeah. sometimes, well, I want to catch a murderer and I want to see if I can get away with it. Oh. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. A few weeks back, she we were talking, we we're just joking around talking about something <laughs> like that, and uh, about hiding a body. She's like, "Yeah, just leave your phone at that at, at your place, though. Don't don't leave." Exactly. I'm just like, I looked at her. I'm like, "Where the fuck did you learn that?" <laughs> well, she, she learned that from watching the Blood Channel. Yeah. Yeah, because like I I was over there about about five weeks ago, and her and her daughter were sitting there watching that channel, mm-hmm. and it was it had this episode on talking about this grizzly ass murder. I was, I was uncomfortable, like the listening to the details of it mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there eating popcorn. Like it wasn't, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, I was looking at my, I was looking at my girlfriend, looking at her daughter over there and they're just 
there's Lander eating popcorn. I'm like, I got to go. Like, this shit's unnerving. Yeah, this shit's <laughs> unnerving, and I just lost my appetite, but thanks. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, where are you going? It's it, We haven't even got to the good part yet. And yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, dude. The women sometimes it's so funny because they will watch some it's, of the most fucked up repugnant shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's like I, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of duck out whenever I start having to listen to, you know, moms and and their kids getting burned alive. It's kind of it unsettles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like listening to shit like that. Yeah, I know it is. I know it exists, but yeah, we're watching this surgical procedure, and they're gonna lance this fucking uh, far uncle. I, I learned a for uncle. Yeah, yeah for uncle. It, yeah. It's not a boil. It's way bigger, and this the yeah. stink, and it's just fucking nasty shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, and you sit around and watch this shit, and they're like, oh, this is fascinating. I'm like, no, it's not. This is fucking disgusting. And I, I don't want to watch this shit. And I'll tell you what, you watch your pus ridden, oozing black death bubonic plague nonsense. I'm gonna be over here, you know. I'm gonna be over here playing video games. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. I'm murdering, you know, hookers in the game. You know, right. That shit on TV. Ugh, that's nasty fucking shit. I don't want to see that. Yeah, they're like cutting open lipomas and shit, like cutaneous lipomas and all this fucking shit coming out of it. it's gross dude. oh dude it is it's fucking disgusting it's one of those things that i've said before that it's once you see it you can't unsee it you, you know because i saw that that's how i know what a furuncle is yeah. and i'm just like oh my god that is one of the most disgusting fucking things i've ever seen and i get it it happens for reasons and blah 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 well, it's weird because like i've i've sat there and and uh you know in the past i've butchered hogs and and deer and stuff like that and dressed yep. them out and I, i've taken breaks and eaten a sandwich you know inside the barn yeah, but that's, <laughs> but, uh, but that's different though right <laughs> no, getting up to your your elbows in blood is different than I'm draining pus and yeah. fucking stinks and you want to retch and all this other shit. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's it's fucking nasty shit and women fucking dying on that shit. You know, they're they're just like, give me more of that. This is fascinating. It's like the fuck it is. This is yeah. It's really weird. Mm -hmm. That's why uh, I think last week or a few days ago or some shit like that, there was, someone was talking about uh, women's uh, sexuality and shit. And, and I, <laughs> I think it was you. And I was just like, girl's sexuality is just is way darker than what you oh, want to know about. fucking lootly it is. And if you just don't judge them and let them fucking just, you accept it. You don't sit back and go, you know, you just, you don't even bat an eyelash. You're just like, all right cool you know it doesn't mean you're gonna do it but you just let them know all right cool yeah, you just nod your head and yeah shut the fuck like, up. Right on, yeah, you shut the fuck up and all of a sudden man they're telling you some of the most fucked up shit that you've ever heard fall out yeah. of a woman's mouth and yeah. yet some guys want to pedestalize them and they're afraid of these women and it's like what are you afraid of dude and you pedestalize this did you hear her talking about wanting to fuck a wookie Come on. <laughs> she wants to fuck a Wookiee? Yeah, dude. You would know if you fucking let her talk. Yeah, she wants to fuck, you know, the Loch Ness Monster. It's like, holy shit. It's good times. I'm telling you what. You would be surprised, but, well, I I was surprised. Oh, the time. Zachary. No, 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 no. Oh, no. No, no. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, yeah. you do mix it. You don't draw the line there, brother. I'm Hershey, telling you Hershey's what. chocolate whipped cream on her nipples? God almighty, bro. Oh, that's that's intro level shit. There. Yeah. We're yeah. talking spaghetti, fucking taco <laughs> sauce, all fucking kinds funnel of cake. Yeah. For real, <laughs> dude. In that episode of Seinfeld where George kind of developed a fixation with food while having sex, he'd like get turned on from eating shit. There's truth to that, man. Because there are certain dishes and certain types of foods that forever for now for me because of tying it to sex every time i eat it i'm like i'm i'm half aroused hmm. i wonder why that is you know it's like nah dude and i've done the same with women i feed them certain things and all of a sudden they're like you know i just show them like grapes i just show them a grape and they're like blushing and it's like mm-hmm it's like you're you it's like y'all aren't dirty like a dirty little secret y'all have between each other exactly your own little joke i know and and zach i'm not trolling dude this is true shit dude uh you know what tempest you're probably not wrong i i have to try that that and uh uh shit it just went right out of my head uh, it's tied to pastrami it's one of the it's it's in the same family Damn it. I hate when I drink enough that I forget little details. Roast beef? No, it's not fucking roast beef. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what, Robert, dude, dude, you're, you're, dude, you're a brother. You're a man after my own heart, dude. You get it. You've been married three times, four times, seven times, whatever it is you've been. And yet you still are like, ah, fuck it. I'll do it again. Why not? You know, you, dude, you get it. And yeah, that's what I mean. If you can't fucking read them, dude, that's what I mean. The biggest mistake you will ever make is that you didn't make enough mistakes. You didn't make any mistakes. And it's like, dude, and oh, man, you didn't Robert, Robert, there. Robert understands. Robert may or may not have been there when, when the comment was made. He may or may not have been. But there. here's the oh. thing. Here's a, here's another thing too. I, I've through dating and stuff and, like I, I've seen that that behavior in women too, because like I've dated a lot of girls who are like they're afraid to open up about themselves, and they're because you know they'll tell me the background and stuff, and you know, and that trust gets get hit for, pretty hard, you know, because mm -hmm. they're dating guys and stuff, mm -hmm. and I always tell them like at some point you're just gonna have to put yourself out there on a limb. I know it's hard, you know, but you have to put yourself out there. Well, it comes back to McTubus. What is my patented phrase? What is my trademark statement? I know McTubus is here. I just saw him because he said corned beef, which, dude, corned beef, if you fucking fry that shit up, it's good. Ooh, it's good, yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, Robert was there. He knows what I'm talking about. He knows who I'm fucking talking about, too. Yeah, dude, I was, I was just a little bit agitated with the whole thing. Anyway, McTubus, what's my patented, what's my phrase? What do I always say? I want McTubus to say it because he does say it. Unless mm -hmm. he's being coy with me right now. He's probably putting his sock up. <laughs> Dude, soup bitching got it. It's prosciutto. Pr that. Prosciutto? Fuck prosciutto. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. That's the one. <coughs> That's what I was thinking of is prosciutto. Oh, yeah. That's some good shit. And bacon, duty. Challenge accepted, dude. I do not give a fuck. For real. It's like, bring on the food, dude. I am good. You know, bring it on. Well, McTubus either disappeared or he's trying to make a liar out of me. So I'll say it. What do you want? Okay. Yeah. 
And me, I want as much as I can get. Now, I, I know I can't get it all, but I want as much as possible from a woman. I want her. Well, Bull, you know this because you were in my fucking house. We had an all night fucking conversation. About it. <laughs> yeah. And I said, because you kind of looked at me and you're like, dude, what are you getting at? Basically, with all my ranting and all my <laughs> bullshit. And I was like, dude, I want their soul. That's what I basically said. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we came to that decision. Right. Well, and you had to kind of bring me back to reality, which I appreciate to this day. You kind of had to be the anchor to bring me down off the balloon I was riding at the moment because I was getting up into the stratosphere at that point. It was a fun ride, though. It was a fun ride. It was great. It was a fantastic ride. It was one of those we had to do the process to get to the to the end of it, you know. Right, but then it had to be done. Right. I had to go all the way up almost into, you know, outer space. And then Bull kind of gently reeled me back down. Come on, bro. Come on down here. Let, let's let's be a little realistic about it. And I had to say, you know, God damn it, you're right. Okay. He was. He was right. And so, you know, that was that was worth the conversation. But it is kind of what I want from women. I want their fucking soul. I, I want what Nick Krauser. Yeah. The PUA guy wrote back in 2012, he did an article called Deep Conversion, okay? You guys go Google it, go look it up. Type in Krauser PUA Deep Conversion, you'll find it. But it goes back to 2012, and it just resurfaced like today that I saw it in a thread. I was like, oh shit, I remember this. And Nick talked about some shit, and I'm like, yeah, that's what got me all into it to begin with was that article. And it's like, yes. And in order for me to get even a piece of her soul, not her whole soul, but at least a piece, you cannot judge. You shut the fuck up. You let her talk about her weird, demented fantasies about fucking Sasquatch <laughs> and the shit she did when she was younger. You know, well, yeah, you know, I did this, whatever it is, or her weird fascination with the blood channel. She likes watching pus and, you know, fucking nasty shit that you're just like, okay? <laughs> you don't judge that shit. You don't have to sit there and torture yourself with it, but you don't judge her for it. Yeah. Okay. You, you just, you make a mental note and go, Oh God. <laughs> All right. But you don't do that in front of her. You do that later. You're like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll see you in a minute. And then you go and, eh, God damn, what the fuck are you watching, woman? But you don't say that to her because you'll shut her down. Okay. You want her to open up to you because when you do, very few guys ever do that for a woman. And that's what they're looking for. As far as I'm concerned, that's what I think they're looking for. And they want a guy that can just fucking take whatever they throw at them and not flinch. And when you do, when you're that guy, when you're like, I get it. I understand. That's cool. You know, you're not saying you're going to do it, whatever it is. You're just like, that's cool. She's just like, (laughs) I've been seen. And that's when the version begins. Yep. Oh, McTubus. I got to throw this one up here. There you go. People will tell you everything about themselves if you shut up long enough to let them. Especially women. They love oh, dude, about they'll themselves. do it in the first meetup. Yeah. Everything I need to know, not that I want to know, but everything I need to know, I will know within an hour. And all I got to do is just ask a few questions and shut the fuck up and let them go. And I will know 
everything I need to know. And uh, yeah, go go up go up a couple with what bladder infection. I'm I'm going to get to that, but I want to start with Zachary and and with McTubus for a minute. Anybody? Yes, anybody. Anybody. Anybody, anybody, Zachary. That's men, women, girls you're interested in, girls you don't give a fuck about, guys, doesn't matter. That's why I say they always out themselves. That's whenever uh whenever I visit Rob at his place a couple okay. years back. Like we is we spent almost you were asking day. about is Fet Life a good way to meet is these kinds the of girls? Is this what you wanted me to go back to, Bull? Yeah. Okay. So here it and is. And so my take on that is that yeah, you can meet girls on Fet I'll be Life right back. Keep better. talking. You can meet Fet you can meet girls like that on Fet Life. Uh you don't have to because there's there's plenty of girls that are not on there that you can get that you can get it uh to agree to stuff like that or, or willing to explore those kinds of kinks and stuff like that. Like my girlfriend's a really good example, my current girlfriend, because uh what we were talking about earlier with the food and stuff, uh there we were in the kitchen w- one evening and she had some Hershey's chocolate syrup in the refrigerator. I told her to, to, you know, come stand in front of me and she did. And I poured some on her neck and sucked it off. And she loved that shit. And she's like, I want to do more of that. And I said, okay. So <clears throat> And so you introduce, you can introduce this stuff to girls or you can pave the way for them to tell you that what they want and if they want to try stuff and they've never done it before. Cause there's a lot, I'm going to tell you guys, there's a lot of girls out there. They want to be bad girls, but they don't know how to tell you that. So you kind of got, you kind of have to pull it out of them a little bit. You kind of have to pave the road in order for them to, to come out like that, come out of the closet, so to speak, you know, come out of the kink closet. So, but being judgmental or not being judgmental, is is the first step in paving that road right this is one thing i would say to rick james here uh i wouldn't even say that you judge if anything just observe everything is unless you're fucking her everything's amusing interesting or it's irrelevant okay so i don't even judge yeah granted there's things i've heard women say that i know in my mind it's like yeah either i've done it and i'm not interested in it yeah. Or there's things that I'm not interested in, period, and have no desire to do. Yeah, you're going to have a ceiling. You're yeah, going to have, you're, you're, everyone's you're got have a your own boundaries. You're going to have your own boundaries where, yep, I've done that, don't care to do it again, or I, I'm not interested in whatever it is. That's just, that's a hard no for me on that one. But that doesn't mean you're necessarily judging. You're just, you set your boundaries, where you say, yeah, I already did that, and I didn't like how that turned out. I didn't like how I felt about myself. I didn't like looking in the mirror the next day or whatever or that night. Or it's, yeah, you know, I'm just, that's not my thing. And I've yeah. been able to tell plenty of women that. that I've told, I've told, girls, like, I've told girls just like, it's not for me. Yeah, and that's what I say. It's like, ah, you know, good for that's you. All you gotta yeah, do. That's not for me. That's just not my thing. There was a woman I met here a couple years ago that uh, was, you know, looking for a dom. Okay. And, you know, her and I were back and forth, back and forth, talking about different things. Well, then she brought up that she likes to be slapped hard, real hard. Okay. And, and I'm like, like hard enough to leave like a red mark, welts. What are you talking about? Hard enough to leave bruises. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, you know, good on you. If that's your thing, I get it. That's cool. But that ain't me. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to slap you so hard to leave a fucking bruise. One, I'm thinking, well, what if you try to use that against me down the road? You know, you, you take a picture or something. Now it looks like abuse. 
And I don't want that fucking drama. And two, that's just never been my thing. You know, some choking a little bit, some, you know, a light slap or something enough to leave, you know, kind of to sting and shock the system a little bit. Sure. But if we're talking borderline punching, yeah, no, that's not my thing. I'm sorry. That's just not me. And I had to turn her down because that's what she was well, looking for. The thing is like, there's a small, I don't know how it's a, it's a minority of subs well, I'm who, sure. who enjoy taking pictures of their marks and sharing that amongst other subs kind of like almost kind of like a kind of like a dick measuring contest but kind of yeah uh fet life is a website it's not an app at least the last i saw it's not an app they, they don't have but, an app yeah it's a website so you're you're you know you can probably get into it from your phone but you're you are doing it via a browser okay so there's not an app for it but it's for people, and and I mean, whatever your thing is, whatever your fetish is, because that's what fet life is. It's fetish life. So whatever your thing is, whether you know you're a submissive dude and you're looking for a dominatrix or you're a dom and whatever, th they're out there. Okay, um, I've been on and off the site before. Um, I my experience with it, <clears throat> it led me to a lesser degree to the polyamorous community that's around here. And I was not impressed with what I saw with the polyamorous community. Talk about, you know, ugly people, period. Yeah, I've, just, yeah my, that's been my experience. Everybody was just ugly. That I'm like, yeah, there's not one soul here that I, I would want to fuck or be a part of nope. whatever they got going on. You know, God bless them. That's their thing. Hey, to each their own. But, even I have standards and, yeah. and these were below my standards where I was like, nah, there's not enough beer in the world that could get me drunk enough to go. Sure. Why not? It's like, no, nope, can't do it. But at the same time, if, if, you know, if kink is your thing, if, if you know that that is a big driving force in your life, uh, fat life is not bad. Um, I've, I've, like I said, I, I met a few people which introduced me in a roundabout way to the polyamorous community. And it was just like, yeah, not for me, just because the people were not attractive enough for me. That it's like, I, I do have a limit. You know? I, I like, as much as felt like, I mean, I don't have a problem with felt life, but I, no, I like, I, don't either. I enjoy more of, of getting like a normie girl and turning her out. And I agree. That's, that's more fun to me. Well, that's, and, that's the chase, you know. Well, th that's your chasing that's the, the, that's dragon. the dragon. Yeah, yeah that's my dragon. That's, there's your dragon. Well, and it's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because um, talking about not making any mistakes type of thing because you can't read a person. It And what you just said kind of ties into something else I see a lot of and have seen a lot of on and off throughout the years. And that is um, guys wanting to find a, a trad girl. You're not going to find one. You create them. You build them, you mm -hmm. train them, whatever you want to call it. All women in today's society by default are what I call feral. They're, they're all infected with feminism to one degree or another. It's just how, how much of the Kool-Aid did they drink? Okay. My ex-girlfriend who grew up in a traditional conservative, very religious family, Dad was in the picture. He's the patriarch. All that nonsense that you guys hear on the internet. 
When I met her, she was feral, okay? Decided to get a tattoo, fuck a bunch of dudes, drink, party, do all the rebellious shit, okay? Even excommunicated herself from the church to show how big of a badass she really was. Strong, independent woman, all the buzzwords you guys hear, okay? If you are expecting her to already come prepackaged, you are going to be disappointed, okay? That ex-girlfriend of mine, when I first met her, like I said, she was feral. She was a vegetarian. I don't eat meat because that's mean and that's cruel and blah, blah, blah. And and steaks are bloody. And I if I do eat steak, I only like it well done. And I don't like guns and blah, blah, blah. All that. <laughs> Get all that shit. Now, if I had been one of these idiots on the internet, I would have, you know, well, she belongs to the street. I'd have kicked her out of the, kicked her out of the house. I'd have kicked her away because God damn it, I'm a high value man. And if you can't see it, then clearly you're low hanging fruit. Except she was young and she was hot and I wanted to fuck her. She was willing to fuck. And then she, <laughs> oh, well, you're into guns and all that shit. Yeah, whatever. I just ignored her, basically. It's like, oh, whatever. You know, didn't judge her, didn't fight with her about it. And then I remember when we were dating, hey, what are you doing today? She'd hit me up. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to the gun range. Oh, guns, <laughs> ah, guns. Hey, I'll see you later, babe. You know, but I'm going to go shoot for a while. <laughs> so I'd go shoot, do my thing, come back. Several months later, I had a routine. I, on certain days, I'd go shoot guns. That's what I do. It's relaxing. It's enjoyable. I, I like it. Well, then one day, you know, what, well, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go shoot guns. Oh, well, well, can I come and watch? Sure. Come on. So she gets in the car. I, I take my gun. I go shoot. She stands there in the back and kind of watches and did this, you know, kind of puffed up a little bit. I disapprove. I'm like, eh, whatever. But then, you know, a couple more months go by. Well, it was about a year. I'm going to go shooting, babe. Oh, hey, Dark Knight Dev. I, I got to play the thing. Where's it at? There it is. I got to find the thing. Dark Knight Dev, thanks for becoming a member. You have... Unlimited access to the whole fucking library of everything I got because I had to take preventative measures. And for anyone who's subscribed to me, you'll understand why I did it. And it's not about the money. But thank you, Dark Knight Dev, for signing up. So, yeah, you have access to the whole catalog. It's all there for you to enjoy or, or not enjoy, whatever you want to do, man. It's all there. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. But anyway, the chick, you know, went from eh, guns, eh. To, well, can I come and watch? Sure. Well, then she's like, well, will you show me how? Will you will you let me shoot it? Sure. Next thing you know, she's like, well, well, I'm I'm thinking of buying a gun. And I'm like, you know, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I can't be around 24 hours a day, 24 hours a day to protect you. There's gonna there may, and I hope it never happens, but there may come a time you may have to defend yourself. And she was like, Well, can we go shoot a bunch of guns and and I can try out some different things. Sure. So I brought the arsenal. Let her shoot all my shit from the smallest, from the 22 up to the 44 Magnum when it comes to handguns. And then after that, she's like, well, I think I know what I want, but will, will you, will you help me out with this? Sure. Well, I helped her find a gun that was comfortable, that she liked. What do you know? The chick went from, I hate guns to fucking a card carrying member. 
she got her conceal carry the whole nine yards. Same with steak, you know. Uh, McTubus, yes, there is a members option. Uh, I'm going to come back to you. I want to finish my story first, and then I'll come back. Same thing happened with steak, okay? She started off, I'm a vegetarian and blah, blah, blah. That's cool. <laughs> as, long as, as long as you're not interfering with what I want to eat, I don't care. To when we did have steak, you know, we'd go out occasionally and she'd get her steak like medium well or well done. And I'm like, whatever, you know, that's your steak. It's not my problem. You know, but then she, because she kind of like the chicks that like the blood channel and the CSI, which is pretty much all women. Women are great at research, guys. They love to research things. When they go down a rabbit hole, they go way deeper than any man ever did. All right. Well, she went down this rabbit hole about steak and found out that most of your great steakhouses, if you order a steak like a filet mignon or a New York strip or whatever it is, whatever your cut is, but you order it like medium well to well done, they give you a lesser cut, even though they charge you the same price, okay? You get wow. a lesser version than the the medium to medium rare or rare. I knew this. I, I've known that for years. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Well, okay? I don't go out to steakhouse. I've never had a steak at a steakhouse before. Well, see, and I have. <clears throat> and so I've known this for a long time, but I don't care. I, I, it's not about the money to me. It's about the the ambience and the environment and the people I'm with. But I knew this. And, well, she found that out. And she's like, did you know this? And I'm like, well, yeah, I knew that. And she was pissed. She's like, I can't, you know, I can't believe that they're doing this. And I'm like, what do you care? I'm the one buying it. What do you fucking care? And she's like, well, that's, you know, that's not fair. And I'm like, eh, whatever. What do you care? Don't worry about it. Don't get yourself all in a huff over it. I'm the one paying for it. So who gives a fuck? I don't care. So why should you? Well, the next thing I know, we go to the restaurant and I, I of course, do mine medium rare because, you know, that's how you eat a steak. And she's eating hers, you know, the medium well. Same, same cut. And she could already tell the difference, the thickness. <laughs> hers was sad. And she's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah. And then she was like, well, well, can I try a bite of yours? Well, sure. Here you go, baby. I'll cut it for you. I'll put it right in your mouth. Here you go. You know, a little birdie shit. She fucking eats it, and all of a sudden her eyes like lit up, and you see the light bulb come on. And from that day forward, she became this rabid fan of medium rare. Well, that's, it, uh, that's to this way. Her, her next guy is gonna be like thanking me. Oh, I got this kind of conservative girl, and she likes medium rare steak. And it's like you're welcome, motherfucker. That's because I did it. And I wasn't trying to. I just didn't judge her. I was like, whatever. You know, you do you, babe. You don't like guns. That's fine. That has nothing to do with me. You know, it's whatever. Just as long as you don't impede me doing what I want to do, I don't give a fuck. You know? Well, that's, that's why we say there's there's no such thing as a girl who's vegan. It's just a girl who's never had a decent steak cooked for. Correct. You know? Correct. And it's, going back to your to your uh, your girl with the guns, I had a, I had a girlfriend – she wasn't anti-gun or anything. She just didn't know about guns. Mm -hmm. And after about six or seven months of going out with me, she eventually got good enough to where she started. She went from not knowing shit about guns to uh, competing in IDPA local local uh, contests yep. here. And all of a sudden found out in less than a year. Good at it. Yeah. And she's fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Dude, that's, that's what you get when you shut the fuck up. You don't try to be right. 
You don't try to proselyze and moralize. You just fucking let them do their thing and you just don't let it phase you. You're like, oh, that's cute. Okay, you do that. I'm going to go do this, you know, and eventually most of the time, if they're into you, they come around. That's what I've discovered. McTubus, yes, I have a, a community of, of, of join the members. If you go to my page on the YouTube, it's there. Rather, I don't know where it's at on the phone app, but I know on the the browser on the like the laptop or the desktop, it's it's on the on the right. I think like right under the banner picture, it says join. It's five bucks, four ninety nine per month, and it gets you unlimited access because most of the uh, the live streams I've put behind the paywall, not because of money, but because I don't want a copyright strike, okay? Because there is a channel I follow that's not a big channel at all. And they did a bunch of live streams and like two years later, they got hit where that channel lost their ability to do live streams um, because of a DCMA copyright strike. Somebody decided to be a prick and weaponize the law and hit this channel that's like one of the least offensive channels that are out there. And when I saw that, I thought, this doesn't eliminate that from happening to me, but it minimizes it, which is why I did it. And so it's not about the money. It's just, I, I want to be able to stream. I want to be able to talk to you guys in the chat. And the last fucking thing I want is a DCMA copyright strike. And I even got hit for a copyright claim on the last episode. Some asshole went in on that that Flintstone Winston commercial and copyrighted it. All but the last 10 seconds when it said, you know, the Flintstones brought to you by Winston. But the whole dialogue between Barney and Fred when the girls were out mowing the lawns and beating the fucking laundry and shit, somebody fucking put a DCMA on it, dude. And it got demonetized until I edited it. How can you get a DCMA on, on one one part of it and not the other? Wouldn't you have to do the whole thing? Dude, I have I no know. idea. I don't that's, know. See, how that's Mr. Work. 1K problems. I don't have right. any problems. Well, and, and, and that's, <laughs> that's the shit I'm learning as I go. But that happened just not even a full week ago. I got hit with a, not a strike, but with a claim, which meant it demonetized the video. Well, sure. that was easy to fix. It was just when, when YouTube sent me the, oh, you know, this seven knives, some outfit that I guarantee it's some asshole that knows how to weaponize the law. That it's not theirs because the Flintstones is Hanna Barbera, whoever. It's administrative violence. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it was. Okay, but it was just a claim. It didn't, you know, it didn't affect the video. It didn't require me to take it down, but it required me if I wanted to remonetize, I had to go in and edit out that section that they were claiming. And it's that section of that fucking commercial, which is why you'll never see that particular commercial on my channel again. Okay. I have other ones that we'll see what happens, but because of that, I, I had to go in and edit it out that obviously the people that watched it live got the full commercial. It's always but one cocksucker though, isn't it? There is. And that's why I've been putting pretty much all the live streams, at least other than a few that have always been pretty popular. And I'm always going to leave them um, public that nobody has to pay for them if they don't want to pay. I'm not saying you have to pay to be a part of my shit. I, I wish I didn't have to, but the message, if you will, is more important to me than anything else. I don't want to lose my channel. I don't want to lose the ability to live stream. I don't care about the money. I just don't want to lose the ability to live stream. And so 
that's where I had to make a hard decision. And it was, well, do I move everything off platform uh-huh. and put it somewhere else? And I could, and I, and I have a backup plan that if worst case comes, I know where I will, I don't know about the live streaming part, but at least the, the library, if you will, I know where I'll move it to. I already have that set up. It's just a matter of fuck. That's going to take a lot of time to move everything. Okay. But I know I can, and I know free speech is not censored where I plan to move it. If, if it comes to that. And so that's a plan. Oh shit. Real quick. Bacon figured it out. Thanks, Bacon. I appreciate it, man. Bacon's slow, but he gets there. Nah, Bacon's good guys. <laughs> He's a good guy. He and I have had our differences, but Bacon's Bacon's good people. But that's kind of how I look at it. That's why, yes, I have a you know a, a community channel or whatever. You know, there's a member only part, and I played it low key just for the fact that. Most people are not going to be interested, and that's fine. I leave the uh, – all of my pre-produced videos are still up. I haven't moved any of them. Uh, it's just the live streams that I ultimately move after about a week or so. That way it gives plenty of time for people who couldn't be a part of the live show, gives them a chance to watch it if they choose to. You know, that it's hey, not going to charge you anything. But if someone hits me up and, dude, I was going to watch that, and it's, you know – it's been two weeks and now it's gone. It's like, well, it's not about the money, but I want to make sure I keep the channel preserved for as long as I can. So this is your option. Yeah, it's, it's less of a get, less of a monetary library. barrier. There's more of an idiot barrier. That's it. That it's like <laughs> I I hate doing this, but it's it's what's it's our world we live in. Yeah. And the message to me, the ability to live stream, all of that is more important to me, you know, that it's like, well, maybe this will help minimize that happening to me. Cause it's like, well, you'll get about a week to watch the video. If you get around to it, if you weren't, you probably weren't going to watch it anyway. And that's okay. But if play the game. Really, yeah, but if you really want to see it, well, for five bucks, you have the whole library unrestricted. You have all the time in the world to either go back and relive it or watch it if you didn't catch it and you're serious about watching it. Otherwise, don't worry about it. That's why I don't advertise it. I'm not trying to push it. It's not like, ooh, ooh, you know, join, you know, I want to make money. Guys, join my fucking, you know, community. But in addition to the library, now that I've got a few people joining up, because before, like Bacon and Dark Knight Dev, they're the first two, okay? But I do plan on, like, doing maybe a, a, a live stream occasionally here and there where it is just for members. That it's like, okay, you guys, are you'll have that access. I want to give you something for your money. I don't want to just take your money. And so I plan to do some stuff that might be just members only. You know, especially if enough people are interested, it's like, well, then this is worthwhile to me because you guys are choosing to give me your money and I want to give you something back for that. So, Honestly, he's just going to buy more beer with it. <laughs> dude, actually, no. You know what? I'll I'll tell you what what I intend to do with this money. Okay. And it's not buy more beer. It's really not. What it is for me is um between what I've gotten from Patreon and what I may or may not get from uh this community thing that I've set up, I'm going to and 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 if if it 
you know, whatever the difference is, if it doesn't cover it, that's fine. But I am going to use that money. I'm going to upgrade my, my computer completely. Oh, and, okay. Uh, because there's things that this computer now cannot do anymore because it just doesn't have enough CPU, doesn't have enough memory. Um, there's things I want to get back into with DaVinci. There's other things I want to do that this computer that I'm on right now, just, it can't handle it because I've tried it, but that, that, that the same old laptop that you have. Yeah. This is the same laptop oh. I've been using for like three years. Okay. Okay. So, and, and it just can't do what I want to do, but that means I need to do a total upgrade, which I'm good with, but it's like, oh, if these guys are going to throw some money at me, I'm going to use that money towards that upgrade is what I'm going to do. Cause here are probably about April, maybe May at the latest is when I'm going to do a major upgrade because there's shit I want to do, man. There's you shit. Stay, I, are you going to stay laptop or are you going to go desktop? I'm probably going full desktop. Yeah, because I want as much power as I can get for as long as I can get it where I, whether I want to live stream games and talk to guys or do some other things that this computer just can't do. I'm probably not going to do laptop. I'm probably going to just straight up do desktop because this laptop that I'm using, I don't take it with me very often. And and it just sits here on my on my table. And it's like, well, fuck, you know, if I need to live stream, you know, if I'm doing like a village by the sea with Vince, this laptop will more than cover it because I've used it before. Yeah. But if I want to do the videos that I have, some of the ideas I've got, I want the full power of the computer to be able to do everything I want it to do. I want it to be grandiose. I want it to be larger in life. I want to give the best bang for the buck that I can. And this computer just can't do it. And so the money that these guys are throwing at me, I'm going to use that towards upgrading to a, a, a fucking massive system is the plan. There you go. So yes, guys, I'm not just buying cheap beer with what you throw at me. Believe it or not. I'm, <laughs> not. I'm actually putting your money to, to fucking use. I'm, I'm putting it to work. I'm reinvesting it. And speaking of money, Darknet, uh, Dark Nev. Dark Knight Dev, sorry man, for the $10 Super Chat. Thank you, sir. Tomahawk steak, medium rare, cream spinach, and al gratin potatoes. I don't even know if I said al gratin right. Can uh, uh, drill auger unclog my, oh goddamn right, a drill auger unclog my sink. By the way, there are so many women who love nerdy hobbies and are boy crazy. Absolutely. Dude, you're so not wrong. That's that's one of the fun things. Um, when when guys talk about have a look, it, it, so many guys. This is how I know the going back to the title of this show about the biggest mistake you'll ever make is that you make none at all. Is the fact that okay, yeah, using me, I can only speak from personal experience, my own anecdotal evidence of one. Okay, back in my 20s, back when guys dressed well and women dressed well and you went to the club because the internet was still kind of, it wasn't in its complete infancy, but it wasn't where we're at today. Okay, so meeting people online really wasn't that big of a thing back in the day. It wasn't as uh, normalized or socially acceptable like it is today. So in order for me to meet people, I had to go, you know, put on my best threads and go out, go out to the bar, go out to the club, go wherever. Okay. And, um, I cannot compete with especially younger guys in the club today. Okay. I can't compete in the sense that 
I can compete with them because honestly, I've been to the club since, you know, in the last couple of years, I've been to the club, not just the bar, the club, you know, it's dance music. Everything's noisy. A lot of distractions. You can't have a conversation. Yeah. Okay. I am, you know, the old guy in the club and nobody wants to be the old guy. Okay. Cause you're labeled as creepy at that point because we were labeling people at that point when I was in my twenties. Okay. I can't compete with six foot tall jacked Chad that dresses sharp. Like, it's like it's like the guy that comes to this high school to his high school homecoming game and he's wearing his letter jacket. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. You're the laughing stock. Okay? Yeah. But instead of going, oh, woe is me, I guess I'm just gonna have to be a black pill incel. I've created my own areas. Part of that was thanks to online. Part of that is the niche, if you will, or the niches that I've gotten myself involved in. Okay. There are areas, not just online, but in real life that I'm involved with where, yes, I'm the alpha male, you know, I'm the guy. There's not a ton of women there, but the, but there's always women there. They always show up eventually. And when I'm the, the best looking guy there type of thing, plus I have game, I know how to have a conversation, all of that, the women tend to gravitate towards it. So guys, if you, you know, if you struggle like I do, you're not tall enough, you're not ripped enough, you're too old, whatever it is, you can always find a niche where you fit right in or you create your own, whatever that is. And next thing you know, women show up. It's like osmosis. It's like, what, what was that field of dreams? If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Same idea. Because they want to be, they want to go where the guys are. Right. They they're, want male attention. Natural, they're natural fishermen or anglers. You know, they go where yeah. the fish are. All right. Just like guys go to, you know, when you go to the bar and it's nothing but a sausage fest, you tend not to go back to that bar. Okay. But when you find a bar where the, the odds are, you know, hopefully at least 50 50, if not better, you go back to that bar. That's how it is. Women are no different. Okay. They, they go where, hey, I can go out and I'm not having weirdos and old fuckers hit on me or I'm okay with old fuckers, whatever it is. That's why I don't go to clubs. Anymore. That's why if I go out bar hopping, I go to an actual bar. And believe it or not, I've seen all the age ranges there. You know, women in their 20s celebrating some girl's 21st birthday up to women older than me where it's, you know, for me, I'm like, that's a little scary. But I've seen the whole spectrum in one bar in one night. Okay. Those are good bars. Oh, they are. They are. That's one thing I loved about Liquid Joe's. That's the bar I'm thinking of. They have a, on Saturday nights, they have a local band that's that does covers. They do 80s covers. And they dress like nerds from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. And they slay. Like, they slay. They are phenomenal. Okay. Wow. But they look like an absolute joke. Okay. But they can play like nobody, man. These guys are on point. They are tight. Okay. But you walk in there and there's these Zoomer 20 something year olds having, you know, the girl's 21st birthday or their 23rd birthday. And all this 80s music to them is kind of new to them. But yet, you know, I'm thinking, fuck, this music's older than you guys are. 
But you got the 20-something-year-old girls, you got the 30-year-old girls, you know, the 30-somethings, you got the 40-year-old-something girls, you got the 50-year-old girls where they're wearing vintage fucking shirts from Depeche Mode, where it's like, that's not a that's not a new t-shirt. You've had that for a minute. Yeah. You know? And then there's even women and men older. You know, I'm seeing, like, like I said, there's somewhere I'm like, you know, because she's 65, you know, that fuck, she was listening to this shit before I was shitting in diapers type of thing. You know, <laughs> it's like, holy shit, the whole age range is there and everybody kind of got along. The The big thing I remember from doing that was how well dressed I was, which to me was what I remember back in the day. I wasn't wearing just T-shirts and jeans. I was wearing a button up shirt. You know, I had it unbuttoned a couple spots, had a necklace on, had my fucking thumb ring going on. You know, I'm peacocking. Okay. Put on some cologne, make my beard look good, take a fucking shower, brush my teeth, all that shit. Wear, <laughs> you know, wear some pants that don't have huge holes in them and don't look like I just rolled out of bed and went to Walmart before I went to the bar. And nowadays, I'm one of the best dressed guys in the club or the bar, I should say. You know, that I'm like, holy shit. You know, most of the guys look absolutely pathetic. And, you know, some of the women, not all, but some of the women look just as bad. That leisure wear has become the, the norm du jour. And I'm sitting there going, God, you know, back in the day, what I what I wear now, back in the day, that was the norm. Everybody dressed up. Everybody put on their best threads. Everybody, back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, holy fuck, everyone's showing up in, you know, sweatpants and flip-flops. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, they do. Dude, they totally oh, no. do. And I'm just like, holy fuck. No wonder I'm getting eyes and I'm able to just walk up and talk to women because I'm the best dressed guy in the bar, you know, and all I'm doing is wearing shit that I normally wear anyway. You know, this, this isn't, oh, these are my bar clothes. No, this, this is clothes I wear when I go out, period. You know, it's just not a t-shirt and not fucking holy jeans. You know, that's, it's, it's that the bar is that fucking low. Wow. Pretty bad. <laughs> uh, it was swinging dick bladder infection. What can I say? It was just cocking. <laughs> uh, hey, look who showed up, Chad. Nice. Someone want to do a quick check on Chad? Make sure that's the real Chad. McTubus, somebody a wrench. Just double check that one. I know what you're laughing about. You're laughing. <laughs> dude, you're not wrong, McTubus. You're not wrong, dude. You're so not wrong. Okay. Uh, if, if, if Chad has a wrench, then that's the real Chad. Sorry, Chad. I just, I can't see it from StreamYard and I, there's enough imposters that I want to make sure that I'm actually dealing with the real people. So I thought it was you, but I wasn't a hundred percent, but if, yeah, if, if there's a wrench showing up, that's the real Chad. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier with your, that one girl of yours that, that, uh, didn't like guns and shit. I, I dude, that's all women in the, yeah, beginning. I had a, yeah, or you get like a you create a monster like my current girlfriend. She's <laughs> she for Christmas she bought me a, a two hundred count box of M eight fifty eight fifty five two hundred rounds. Right, mm -hmm. I, I got maybe maybe three mags <laughs> out of that, like and she got the rest. <laughs> yeah, like ninety rounds out of two hundred. Oh she yeah, got the, and she got the rest. Now She's she considers she calls it yeah, and she calls it her 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 riffle. Not mine. It's it's her riffle. She's like, how's her my riffle? riffle doing? How's my riffle doing? How's my rifle uh, doing? Uh huh. How's my rifle? It's like, honey, how's my, 
They, well, you're that's like three thousand dollars setup, sweetheart. Yeah, honey, <laughs> this isn't a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you call it your riffle, but uh, we'll, I'm we'll a motherfucker over here cleaning this bitch. <laughs> that's right. Oh, dude, no. See, that's one thing. The the women like the ex girlfriend and other women that I've taken out shooting. If I bring out the arsenal and let them play with them, part of the deal is you fucking clean them. I'll show them how. I'll, yeah. I'll help them tear it apart and, and, you know, field strip it down and, you know, get all the gunk out and put the oil where it needs to go. Cause yeah, they're my guns and I want to make sure they're done properly, but I well, this, this is a, this is a I new rifle. Them. This rifle that she's been shooting. It's a new, it's a new one for me. So I've been, I haven't cleaned it yet. I want to yeah. see how many rounds it takes. And it's so far we've got, I've got about 600 rounds through it and it is not, I haven't had a failure to fire or any kind of nice. problem with it yet. I haven't no. cleaned it all at all. Okay. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying from my end, I always make the girls clean the, the shit up. It's like, Oh yeah. Not a shoot. yeah. You're going to do everything. Oh, that's why I told my daughter whenever I got her her first rifle, I was like, yeah, you're going to learn how to clean this motherfucker too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not cleaning this I'm shit. Not, I'm going to show you one time and then you're going to do it after that. Well, I'll show them as many times as it takes, but they're doing it. I'll just yeah. kind of help them do it. And then walk them through you know, it. Yeah. yeah, walk them through it, observe, you know, hover over them, whatever, play sure. helicopter dad type of thing, but let them fucking do it. And yeah, at, first, at first she was like, no, nah, I don't want, I'm like, well, you don't want a rifle then. then yeah, I guess you don't want to shoot then, do you? If you exactly. you got to take care of it too. It's right. cool just like anything else exactly hey since chad's here and he's listening and i know this motherfucker chad it's it's that season for chad and i know this chad i'm gonna play something in honor for you buddy at least a little bit of it because i know you're listening and i know what season it is because i've seen your tweets and whatnot where you've been ranting about tax season but i got something just in your honor chad <laughs> Cheers, Chad, because I know you're burning the midnight oil and, you know, you're questioning your own sanity. And I have to question your sanity because you keep fucking doing this. But I get it, bro. That's why I wanted to fucking play it for you because I know how much you like it. And I figured it would give you a moment's peace for just a moment to laugh and not 
fucking think about taxes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I gave him the the full fucking version of it. That's that's it in its entirety because it's Chad, man. Chad's good people, and I know, like I said, it's self-inflicted fucking pain, which means he's a masochist. He is a masochist. He's good at what he does, and it makes him money, and he has time after tax season where he can just, like, fuck off and just do whatever Chad wants to do. That's why I've always wondered, what does a CPA do after after tax season? I I can tell you. I can tell you what a CPA does after tax season. Go hiking? Whatever the fuck they want. That's what they do. Okay, but right now he's earning it at this point. Yeah, that's what that is right now. He's fucking earning it right now. This is how he earns his. I get to fuck off and do whatever I want because you watch. Now, when, when I was he, in the military, we called this the suck. Yeah, that's it. He's embracing the suck right now. Yeah. Okay, but you watch when when he gets done. When tax season's pretty much over, and yes, there's going to be a little ripple effect. You know, a little trickle down, all that bullshit. Chad knows. But when he finally, like, can breathe and, like, fucking focus on other shit, he's going to be like, Rurb, come on to my channel. Bull, come on to my channel. Aaron, well, now, fuck that guy. <laughs> on somebody else. He's going to be, like, drinking and doing all kinds of shit that I won't talk about. But he's going to be doing all kinds of shit. He'll be doing it from fucking his southern command, his northern command. Dude's going to be like living on the internet and just talking shit is what he's going to be doing. At least that's going to be part of it. I already know. I already know. I know how Chad rolls. Chad's down here in Texas. Oh, he's already there. Shit. Well, you know what? I'd rather be there than in fucking Chicago. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, dude, you, I, I already saw your girl. Of course she's helping you a lot. You're getting your dick sucked. And that's that. That's, that's great. the best help you can get. <laughs> it really is. You know, what you ought to do is go back to the replay. If you timestamp that song, have her suck your dick while, while you listen to that tune again there, Chad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> why not <laughs> oh look you who showed up it's me it's our nephew bull nephew how are the goats <laughs> hmm. hope they're all well fed <laughs> uh no shit uh, hopefully the goats are satisfied well no fuck that as long as me is satisfied who gives a fuck what the goats think Ah, well, so the yeah. goats feed off his energy, so <laughs> is that what it is? He's he feed off his vibe into his frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Goats have been shagged and men have been slapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! As it should oh. be. Jesus sloth. I, I already know. I already know what time it is over there. And it's like morning over there. <laughs> mm. Hey, let's play a commercial real quick so I can grab another beer. Right. We're not going to play the one that got, you know, fucking copyrighted. I'd like to see the motherfucker take this one on. This is one of McTubus's favorites. I know he likes this one. Why are we climbing this tree? For Wilkins Coffee. I don't want any. It's autumn and the nuts are beginning to fall. On guard, salute Wilkins Coffee. But I don't drink Wilkins Coffee. Some learn, some don't. How about a delicious cup of Wilkins Coffee? No. Strange things happen to people who don't drink Wilkins. I've got five aces. Can you beat that? I've got a can of Wilkins Coffee. 
Nothing beats Wilkins. Got $65 for a cup of Wilkins coffee? $65? You want me to go in there looking like a bum? You have any Wilkins coffee in your house? No. You know, a house isn't a home without Wilkins coffee. Oh, yeah. Gotta love yourself some Wilkins fucking coffee. I'm telling you what. <laughs> Damn Shrine uh, Folgers. Well, yeah. It, 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 I don't know how Wilkins didn't survive mm. and Folgers did. Is there anyone, you know, any autists in the chat that know the backstory of why Wilkins is no longer around and Folgers did? Did Wilkins become Folgers or, or what? I have no idea. I don't either. I have no idea. But when I saw those commercials, I was like, I want some Wilkins coffee just for the fact that these little Muppet things are blowing each other up, man. That's some good shit. I usually, I usually buy, or I always buy the uh, Dunkin' Donuts whole bean coffee. Yeah, I French Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. All right. Oh, God damn it. I put my goddamn beer in the wrong spot. Be right back. Here, I'm going to do something <laughs> incredibly unprofessional. I'm going to just get up from my chair and leave you guys going, what the fuck? Chair stream. <laughs> you guys see what I have to, the kind of talent I have to work with. Mr. 1K, you get up from his fucking seat and just leave us. <sighs> I probably ought to stop drinking or cut back, Bull. When, when nah. you put beer down in one spot and... You thought you brought it with you and you realize, no, those are the empties, you know? And so you got to get up in midstream and be unprofessional. And it is a chair stream, <laughs> chair stream. No, Jeez, no, you just, just got to get praise for it. You just got to get a grip, man. Just. <laughs> Dude, I, I lost my grip a long time ago. <laughs> if you find it, let him know. <laughs> exactly. It, it's probably out there in my field of fucks, which is incredibly barren, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> mm. no one told you you had to replant those <laughs> dude well even if someone did tell me i'd probably tell them i i don't have any seed yeah, I, ain't got, I ain't got time for it that's right <laughs> is that where you use electrolytes you know do i use gatorade to water yeah, you use, you use gatorade to water it with right yeah. uh, fuck who would have <laughs> thought that became a documentary Jesus. gatorade and bat shit <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's called guano. <laughs> Let's get it right. <laughs> okay, Ace Ventura. Oh, damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. What Duncan's is East Coast old school Starbucks analog. Duncan's is East Coast. No, no, I, I get that. And he's not wrong. It totally is. The only reason Starbucks got big was advertising. And that's the hill I'm going to die on. Change my mind. Because yeah, because, I mean, coffee uh, really Starbucks, Starbucks, coffee, Starbucks coffee is fucking nasty. It, it really is. It's not good. It's yeah, really I'm, not not, good. I'm not impressed with Starbucks. I've had but it. Duncan's. Duncan's is a different story. It's better than McDonald's. Well, you know, you, you got to, you know, get up it's in the better, morning and make the donuts. It's better than IHOP. Oh, dude. Well, yeah. If you're going for a commercial chain coffee, I would say Duncan's is probably the best. Yeah. It's one of them anyway. Well, I get them. I get their whole bean coffee packages at the, at the grocery store. Oh shit. And I, I, I yeah, I, I take it home and I do French press, grind up the beans and stuff like that and do the French press method. And now my, my girlfriend's addicted to it. So that's another part of, of a relationship that people don't talk about is making yourself invaluable. <laughs> oh God. Do we really want to go there? <laughs> we have 40 minutes. Do you think we can fit it in? <laughs> we got 20 minutes. That's probably like a whole stream by itself. Oh my God. It, it really could be. It and, really and honestly, it would probably be a waste on these motherfuckers. 
Well, <laughs> the chat, it would be, they, they're all dialed in. So they'd just be like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they'd throw their little two cent comments in there like they always do, which we, we love and hate you for. But those guys wouldn't get the value of it because they already know it. It's, it's the replay guys. That it's like, would they fucking get it? And I'm thinking, no, uh, no, they wouldn't. No, probably not. And that that's because they would I, probably I'm sit like, there and listen, and they'd probably be like, oh, that's beta. Well, they'd that's either beta. do that or they'd be like, where's the seven steps to being an alpha male? You know, <laughs> that, that's what they'd be doing. They'd want to be asking shit like that, or like you say, they'd be like, oh, that's beta. Her, her, I, uh, you know, a man, a high valued man just is, you know. And it's like, all right, bro, whatever. You know, keep doing sometimes, you. Sometimes being a out. high value, a high value man is making a damn good cup of coffee or, or cooking a good steak. Dude, that's you'll be surprised how, how that keeps a girl coming back. It's dude, the little thing sometimes. Dude, I, I wrote about it. I don't think I did a video on it, but here. Oh, did you? I, I did. I did a blog post and I, I'd have to go look it up. It's been a minute. It's probably been about a year, but I remember it was Fairly early on dating the belly dancer, we'd gone to bed. This was at her house. And like, seriously, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Her fucking smoke detector goes off. Okay. Uh, she wakes up and she jumps right out of bed because this chick, that's just how she is. Oh. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck? You know, waking up. Her kids that were living with her at, her, at the time, because they're all adults. They come out and I can hear them talking to her because she's like, you know, like, what's going on? You know, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, because one of the kids is a major night owl. And I'm thinking, ah, they probably like burned a candle or something and it set off the smoke detector. Well, it turns out, no, the kids were both asleep. And so they're like, oh, we didn't do this, you know, fuck. And right then when I heard that, I was like, oh, shit, this might be real. So I jump up, get fucking dressed. Um, and we're immediately, you know, I'm corralling the kids. She's on the phone to 911 calling the fire department and out the door we go. And while she's on the phone, because I'm assessing the situation, it's like, okay, kids are out, dogs out. She's on the phone to the fire department. So I don't need to worry about that, but I'm thinking I'm going to go wander around the house. I'm going to go look around the perimeter to see, do I see smoke, any of that shit? Okay. So I go wandering around, don't see nothing, come back, you know, by that point, she's pretty much done with the phone. The fire department shows up like three minutes later. Thank God they didn't come with lights and siren running. They kind of came silent, but they show up. And before they even had showed up, I was like, I'm going to go in. Maybe it's not the best idea for me to go back into the house, but I'm going to go in anyway. One, the cat's missing. Now, I don't know where that motherfucker is, but I'm going to go see if I can find him and also see if I can find the source of what set off the smoke detector because by then it had stopped. And I'm thinking, eh, it's probably a false alarm, but I don't know. We didn't clear the whole house other than, okay, we got the dog, we got the kids, get the fuck out. So I go back in, I go down into the basement, and that's when I smell the smoke. And it's like, okay, well, it was around their, their HVAC unit, okay? It was in this closet. The rest of the house, you know, I'm, I'm feeling the walls and feeling the doors before I try anything. It's like, yeah, I don't want a backdraft incident. Open the door and, you know, this fucking flame blasts me into tomorrow. 
But turns out, you know, it was the fucking HVAC unit. There was some grease or something that caused some smoke, and that's what set it off. Anyway, you know, fire department came in. They checked everything out. Everything was fine. They gave us the all clear. And so we go back into the bedroom. It's now like 4 o'clock in the morning, and we're laying in bed while she's sitting up. And, of course, we're wide awake for a minute because, you know, hey, we just had an incident. But she looks over at me and she's like, oh, my God, you know, you were cool. You didn't freak out. You didn't panic. You just she all of a sudden she wanted to fuck because she's just like, oh, my God, I have never seen a guy do that. I've heard about it, but you just kind of went into this mode. And she's like, oh, my God, you have no idea how turned on I am now and how I was when I watched you. You didn't panic. You just pushed the kids out the door and then you started wandering around the perimeter to make sure everything was fine. You were doing your part. And I'm like, well, yeah, when I'm in an emergency situation, this is how I get, you know, I just assess what's going on. That's my nature. But apparently that hadn't been the nature with other guys she'd had in her past. And she found that very erotic because it was so new to her, so foreign to her. And it was also something that, you know, talking about, you know, being the high value man, you know, bringing value. She was like, oh my God, I didn't have to worry. You just did your thing. And you're not asking me what to do. You're not trying to interrupt me on the phone. I'm like, why would I? You had that under control. You didn't need me to get on the fucking phone because I saw you on the phone. It's like, oh, she's on the phone. Well, fuck it. I don't need to worry about that. I'll go look at this. And she's like, oh, you have no idea how cool under pressure you were. And that that's big to me is what she said. So that's what it is. Yeah, girls don't like making decisions, man, especially in uh, high-risk scenarios and stuff like that. Same here, Jackaroo. I'm better in a crisis than when everything's peaceful. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, this and, and you brought it to Dale, if I, if I pronounced your name right. Apologies ahead if I fucking murdered it. But yeah, this is the oak, okay? I am way better under pressure. I'm way better in a crisis. I'm way better. Well, you in have a- to be. I mean, goddamn, have you seen how girls flip the how they act whenever there's. But have you seen guys flip the fuck out? Because I have. Yeah, I've seen guys yeah, I've seen my in full blown yeah. panic mode. Yeah. And yeah, I I am way better in a crisis than than in a peaceful time. I am way better. I don't now, know how you can really practice real. for something like that or. It's just, I think that's more, that speaks more to just the basic character. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I've never thought about it. Yeah, me neither. I've never given it any thought because I've always been that way that I'm more likely to lose my shit over minor things that don't matter than when it's like, oh, shit's getting real. That's when I get cool. You know, that it's like, oh, part of it, I think, is my background with uh, the armored car, with concealed carry, with being a bodyguard, with being a bouncer. All that shit comes into play because I've seen shit pop off where it's like, okay, I can't lose my shit because if I do, I'm either aggravating it and making it worse or it could cost me my life or it could cost me an injury or something. And so I had to be calm. I had to be cool. I had to be calculating. It was just, it was a matter of, you know, the job that it's like, I can't fucking lose my shit. I can't panic. I'm not being paid to panic. I'm being paid to handle shit, you know? And so that's what I did. And that's just kind of how it went. And I've done that 
pretty much most of my life, but definitely all of my adult life. Oh, shit. Before it goes away. Nonstop Dre for the $2. So Rob is secretly a tradcon deep down. Got it. Just kidding. Uh, I, Dre, I'm glad you're here, brother. <laughs> I knew I knew you'd bring the tradcon thing because you know you know where my pressure points are, man. You know where to push the buttons. I love it, man. Thank you, thank you for the money. <laughs> and Jackaroo, you're right. You you really can't practice for it. It's something I think that when it comes to like occupations, people who are attuned to it are geared for it wired for it whatever you want to call it those are the occupations they tend to gravitate towards and people who aren't or can't or don't tend not to gravitate towards those type of things you know speaking from an occupational standpoint all the all the bodyguards and security personnel i've met all the bouncers, all the the armored car guys, the loose cannons weeded themselves out real quick because you have a gun and you can't be a fucking idiot. You know, the, the, the liability issue is way too high. And so guys that thought they were John Wayne, you know, they got weeded out real fast. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they didn't last three months type of thing. Because the the job sought that it's like, oh, this guy's a fucking loose cannon. We don't want him around. You know, mm -hmm. this guy's gonna either panic or he's gonna lose his temper and fucking, you know, escalate things that don't need to be escalated. And so guys in all of those different industries that I've been in, the the you know, they were they were cold as ice when it came down to it's go time. You know, when shit popped off, a fucking bar fight broke out. All the guys I worked with were just cool, you know, just calm, cool, collected. Nobody lost their shit. Nobody got angry. Nobody got irate. You just moved in and did what needed to be done. You neutralized the problem. You eliminated the problem. Whatever it was, you got people out of the bar. You protected the client. You got them the fuck out of Dodge. Whatever it took, you got them out of there. You know, you you got yourself out of there in the case of the armored car stuff. You know, <clears throat> oh, this guy looks fucking sketchy. Okay, so don't get out of the truck. Drive around, go do a few more jobs, come back later. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to be that guy. No, you, know? you, you don't do not want to be that guy. You don't want to be that fucking guy. And uh, your legal problems will never come to an end. Well, no, it's not only that, but it's like you endanger... People around you, especially the people that work with you, like they yep. can't. There's a, oh, I mean, yeah. there's a level of trust there that needs yeah. to be cultivated. Oh, absolutely. And if you're fucking gung ho and shit all the time, yep. Then that's that's not a good thing. No, dude, no. There was guys I straight up told my my bosses, my management, do not fucking put this guy with me. I don't want him with me. Why not? It's like he's gonna set something off, and I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't yeah, they're it. they're ultimately their potential liability. Yeah, and that's what I that's the exact fucking words I said. It's like this dude's a liability. You know, I don't want him on my truck. I don't want him around me. This dude's gonna pop off because he's got something to prove. I don't need this motherfucker getting me into a situation because he can't control himself. You know, 
it's like, no, he escalates when I want to de-escalate. You know, I don't want it to get to that point. It's like, let's not fucking go there. I want to go home and do my thing. I don't want to have to fucking shoot somebody. You know, that's, yeah, exactly. And yeah, dude, Jack Roof, dude, yeah. Okay. From what I'm hearing, I don't know you, so obviously this could all be an internet thing, but... You sound like the type of guy that in the industries I've worked in in the past, you sound like the type of guy that I'd probably get along with. You, you might get a little stressed out and pissed off and fucking panicky over stupid shit because I've done it. But when shit hits the fan, then, okay, this dude's got my back. We we're, we got this. We're good. I don't have to worry about you doing stupid shit. Yeah, then you're all right in my book, man. Yeah, and yes, did. Ultra Humana. Yes, the five foot four bouncer. Yes, that would be. <laughs> yes. Dude, I've taken on guys. I've taken on six foot four, 300 pound rugby players. Dude, size does not, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog. I'm telling you what, it doesn't matter. Size does not matter. If anything, it's actually to my advantage. Being shorter and smaller. If I can get in close enough or either stay far enough away, whichever one, dude, there's only a moment that I have to run the gauntlet. That's the problem with smaller dudes. You don't see them coming as easy. Exactly. Or like he said, ask me, ask me how I know. You're a small (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, you're a big boy. You know, but I'm looking at you going, I I wouldn't want to face you, but at the same time, I know a few things you don't know. And it's like, okay, I, I think I know how I would need to come at you if it came to that. Well, you it's know? not just that, but like if you, if you get, if you're like in a fight or something or some sort of a conflict or something, this you're just, your brain is in, is in a fight or flight mode. And you're, you're going to lock on to the people that you, that your mind thinks is the most relevant as far as like risk. And you got a big motherfucker. that's like six foot plus coming at you. You're going to, you're going to gravitate toward that guy and, lock your focus on that guy but you're not gonna but at the same time you're not gonna see that dude that's like five foot six five foot nine you're gonna your brain is just naturally gonna be like oh he's not a big deal right now but yep that's when you get fucked up yep that's when it's not like this (laughs) that's when you get the pot afghani pot metal knife in your fucking kidney (laughs) chinese sks knockoff with the fucking pot metal knife in your rib and you're going like this you're like it's not even crkt that's right. That's it. I was waiting for it. You're right. It's like that's how. Oh, it's it don't like feel like a bench made. Tetanus and sepsis all over it. Oh, fucking dog dipped in dog shit. Fucking shit. Yep. Well, who was it earlier yesterday or today? Uh, God, we were in a thread about that, and somebody said, "I just can't imagine." As long as it's not Rob in a loincloth, and I'm like, I'm not going to be wearing a loincloth. You know, I'm going to be buck naked, man. I thought this shit's going down. You're going to be seeing my little dick. You know, you're going to be seeing that wagging in your face as you're bleeding out. You know, gonna I'm going to be teabagging you. That's right. I'm going to be teabagging your ass. He's he's teabagging. His nuts are going to hit your God. face before his dick will. That's right. God damn right. The last thing you'll ever see is my hairy nutsack. You know, fuck loincloth. Who said wearing a loincloth? I'm going naked, man. Maybe some boots to keep the sticks out of my goddamn feet. That's about it. You know, otherwise I'm going to be covered in mud and shit. You know, I'm going to be stinking to high heaven when I come at you with that cheap Indian knife. 
Fuck yeah, or that fucking railroad spike. That fucking Lucky railroad spike. My rifle. Yeah. It's still got rust all over it. <laughs> yeah, when you were showing me those pictures where I was like, wow, that's just way too craftsmanship for me. It's yeah. beautiful, but yeah. I ain't doing that. I'm thinking more, it's it's literally a railroad spike with the rust on it, with some dog shit on it, and I'm duct taping that to the end of my rifle. That's how that shit's going down. That's right. <laughs> We were talking about like what was he talking about like uh JB Weld and stuff. I'm like this uppity motherfucker. What's wrong with? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that KZ that was yeah, talking KZ's about? Like, oh, I'm yeah, KZ's like I'm gonna attach like, it. You good for fucking duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you're you're definitely on my team. I'm telling you what, because you don't have be- at least if you don't have at least two rolls of duct tape in your fucking go bag, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> Exactly. And they're light too. That's the best thing. Well, duct yeah. tape doesn't weigh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. A skinny little guy who enjoys violence is way worse than a regular big dude. Uh, dude, Jackaroo, you're not wrong. And that's why I never went like into law enforcement. Yeah, shit little like little that. dudes are scrappy as fuck. Uh, well, dude, that. I realized I have an appetite for violence. I, I realized that early on that when I when I had to take on a rugby player, it, yeah. for about 0.5 seconds, I was terrified. I was just like, "Oh fuck, this guy's gonna kill me!" And then something just snapped. Yeah. And man, I just leaned into it and I had to do everything in my power to stop beating that guy. I mean, it's well, the, and the thing is like small, smaller dudes know that they're, they're at a physical disadvantage. So they're going to fight harder out the gate. Oh yeah. Uh, and I did, but I realized not only did I have to like, like almost be physically restrained from beating that guy. I enjoyed it. I was like, Oh my God. I, I it was like blood work. <laughs> It was like I just want to beat uh-huh. this guy's head into into mush. I, I I was fully there, dude, and it was just like, whoa, you want to go into law enforcement where you're potentially fighting every day? Maybe maybe this isn't the line of work you should be going into. And I I did a whole about face after that, dude. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man, I actually like violence, and it's like, yeah, but I don't I don't I don't want the repercussions and. And I don't want to see the guy in the mirror. I I don't like that look. And so I had to, I had to reassess everything after that, but I realized, Oh yeah, dude, I have a taste for it. So I do everything I can to not go there. That it's like, Oh fuck, man. If I go there, man, fucking people are going to die. And it's like, yeah, you know, not that I can't handle, you know, taking a life. If it comes to that, so be it. But when you look forward to it and you want it, I don't know, man. That for me was like ah, I, it makes a it makes de-escalation kind of difficult to do. Well, yeah, and that's that's where I had to learn real quick. Walk away, shut your mouth, walk away because you want to go there. Because I did, I wanted to go there, and it's like, oh fuck this, no, walk away, dude, just walk away, shut the fuck up, walk away. Well, that's that's like when I when I was in the marine, I was military police in the marine. Right. About halfway through, I was like, that's when I figured out. I was like, because my intention was to come out of the, out of the marines and go into law enforcement after that, but halfway through, I was just like, man, this this particular job, not the marines, but this particular MOS is not for me. Like, it's not it's not something I want to do on the right. outside same I, well, I like being an mp in there right and i wasn't i was as far as mps are measured i was pretty relaxed uh i i believe that because you're pretty chill yeah not you that got you some, you got some guy you got a lot of men there that are fucking tryhards dude fuck fucking, yeah fucking fuck sweating that. and shit 
fucking vein Where, popping out of their fucking head yeah, and shit. I'm just like, oh, bro, yeah, fuck just chill that. the fuck out. Just calm yeah. down. Like, just- no, right here. Bladder <laughs> infection nailed it. Some bozo thought he was going to be the next Kojak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. Because I'm like thinking, dude, I'm the next Kojak in a way from mentality. And that's not a flex. That's not a brag. I'm not proud of that. But I did realize I, I had a taste for violence. And it's just, why do you think I joined motorcycle clubs and shit besides drinking babes and riding? It's like, well, dude, we got in fights. It's, ah, you know, it's like, no, man, fuck that. Ugh. What the fuck is this? Gabby Gabby. Who's Gabby Gabby? I don't know who the hell you're talking about, blighter infection. Ah, uh, you're not too far off Dre you're really not too far off when you say I'd be the guy to pull a razor blade out of my mouth you're you're close dude you're so close it's scary how close you are you're not you're not far off the mark that's when I you know joke with bull about not like this it's like dude you guys think I'm joking being the naked guy with nothing but boots on and a fucking cheap knockoff rifle and a fucking rusty goddamn fucking railroad spike duct tape to my barrel it's like dude that's how i'm rolling if the apocalypse comes that's how i'm rolling man you don't carry any food no because there's some asshole with a 40 pound rucksack that's got all my food in it you know what'd you call it a lurch yep lurch that's 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 how i look at it it's like nah dude that's what they do when you hit them with a fucking when a round goes through them right so what i I always i always kind of pegged you for the guy that that would duct tape a a fucking about an inch or inch and a half pipe to his fucking forearm. Just put a jacket over it. <laughs> that, well, you're not wrong there either. You know, all of my body armor would not be Kevlar. It'd be this weird contraption of shit that you punch and I put my arm up to block and you hit this fucking metal rod type of shit. Yeah, yeah. You hit a fucking goddamn plumbing pipe. Yeah. <laughs> or you fucking hit him in the throat with it. Just forearm. Right. That dude, that is so me. That's that's why you know I look at it and go, well, bring on the apocalypse. I may not live forever, but I'll live long enough because I'll have a fucking field day. Everyone will be like, "Where are you going?" As I'm stripping down to my boots and nothing else, I'm gonna go out and get dinner. I'll see you later. Come back with a whole bag <laughs> of stuff. And they're like, "Where'd you get it?" I I got it. You know why is that your blood no no that was somebody else's it's okay why are you asking so many fucking questions yeah would you just shut the fuck up and eat the corned beef it's fine you know eat, eat the spam you know mm. you're fine just shut the fuck up and eat it you went out with nothing but a fucking piece of shit rifle and a fucking nasty nail on the end of it and you came back with 50 pounds of shit well yeah you know i found dinner there was walking around out in the brush you, went, yeah. you left out with a fucking two by four with some zap screws in it. <laughs> came right. Back came back with a fucking AR-15, never been shot, only dropped once. You know? <laughs> yeah. Came back with all kinds of shit, you know? that Dude, that's so my mentality. It's like, ah, fuck <clears throat> it, you know? There, there would be an area out by me where everybody that's around that had any idea, be, they'd be labeling this area a red zone and saying, that's no man's land. Nobody comes out of there alive because all they hear is some giggling and then, yeet, and that's the last anybody ever saw of them. You know, that's, that's how I'd be. I'd be like the trapdoor spider. Motherfuckers, I'd have to move around because eventually there'd be nobody to hunt. You know, I'd be like, oh, fuck, the food supply's drying up. I guess I better move around a little bit. Just how it would go. It's like, dude, I saw a naked midget running around. It was the most terrifying thing ever. <laughs> You know, it'd be like, it'd be like those skinwalkers or some of that other creepy shit you see on 
TikTok. Only there wouldn't be TikTok at that point because it's the apocalypse. But that'd be me. You know, it'd be like I'd I'd be fucking bathing in the blood of my enemies just for the scare effect. You know, you could probably rig like a Polaroid, like the old Polaroid camera. To oh tree. god, that would be great, dude! Set it up <laughs> by, uh, like a stand of trees to trigger yeah. it, and then fucking sticking that rusty nail in them. Yeah, yeah, I can put that shit out there, hang it up. You know, print it out, hang it up on you the put, tree. Put like the flash, put the flash attachment on top of the Polaroid camera, so whenever yeah. they, it hits the flash, they look in that direction. And you just come out the other end and just ah, exactly. Now you you're brain them. My fucking language, exactly. They're like what, what's that? flash that was the last thing you saw before you saw my ball sack yeah you know shit like that i don't know what happened saint peter i saw a bright flash and then i heard a yeet and i was here <laughs> yeah now i'm in heaven i don't know what the hell happened all i saw was a flash and then i saw fucking some battle dwarf with fucking hairy balls fucking put them on my nose yeah that'd be me and he smelled like shit you know <laughs> he was covered in what <laughs> Thought was dirt, <laughs> dude. That would so be me. I do not give a fuck. He's dude, covered in shit and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's my ghillie suit. <laughs> That's right. You fuckers. You know, if you're gonna come join my little tribe, my gang, whatever, you better be willing to put shit and leaves on you. That's all I'm gonna say. We travel. Roll around in some in some wet red clay and then roll around with some fucking leaves and you're done. Right. <laughs> Y'all better be able to travel light because all you're gonna need is that fucking cheap rifle, the rusty nail on the end, and a bunch of shit on it for sepsis, and then you roll around in dog shit and throw some leaves on. Let's go get dinner. Okay. That's me. That's if you're gonna be part of my crowd, you better roll with me. You better travel light. Cause otherwise you're a lurch. Jesus. <laughs> just dip that railroad spike in some dog shit or something right or human shit you know some human hey, shit you just took a shit if you're so inclined oh dog what the fuck you doing ah, shut the fuck up i'm getting ready for tomorrow's breakfast leave me alone well <laughs> <laughs> like you'd rather have tetanus <laughs> You could probably live through that. Not yeah, sepsis. you might live through that, but sepsis. Uh, I got stabbed with dog shit, bro. <laughs> uh, not like this. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, dude, you know what? Dude, Zachary, a little awareness and yep. And I would even say you don't even need the running shoes. Based on my life experience, you don't even need that. The, the, the little awareness and the ability to get the fuck out. Just yeah. to go, nope, we're out. That's one thing. That's why I gave up bodyguarding when I did that. Um, if you have to, <clears throat> I'm trying to think how to word this. If you put your client or yourself or both of you in a situation where you have to wear body armor and take a bullet for your client, because that's kind of what the whole ultimate bodyguarding thing is, is that you're the one taking the bullet. If you put you and your client in that situation, you already failed, okay? I only bodyguarded for a handful of individuals and most of them did not want to deal with me because there were situations that I would find every possible exit, every possible entrance, every way to not have them public. And they wanted to be seen. And it's like, yeah, being seen is how you get shot, okay? And 
the best way is Bruce Lee said it, the best way to win a fight is don't be there. Okay. My, my job when I was doing bodyguarding was to not be there. It's like, let me go in and check shit out. You stay in the car or whatever. I'll be back, you know, or you're with some other people, you know, other guys I worked with stay with these guys. I'll be back. Go check everything out. Go see what's going on again. Awareness. Oh, if it was even remotely fucking sketchy, nope. And even with women I've dated that I've told, like the belly dancer, if I put my hand on your lower back and say it's time to go, don't ask me what's going on, what's up. I'll tell you all that shit later. You just go. When I, when I fucking push you and I say it's time to go, we go. That's it. End of story. And there's been a few times over the years with different women where I've literally put my arm on their lower back, gave them a shove and said time to go. And away we went. And they're like, what? That, Time to that reminds me of uh, on 9-11. I think the Secret Service came in and picked up the vice president. They physically picked up the vice the, the president or the vice president. They physically picked his ass up. They didn't yep. let him get get up. They picked him up off his ass. And fucking yep. carried him <laughs> to, to a fucking bunker. D. I was like, yeah, you're going one way or another. Dude, no, that's one thing that I've always said with women. That it's like, if we go somewhere questionable, and questionable is my determination, not hers, mine. That I'm like, if I tell you it's time to go, you don't question, you don't ask, you just fucking move your ass. You go in the direction I tell you to go. And yes, after the fact, when we're away from it all, I'll fucking explain it. But at the time, shit, uh, if I tell you it's time to move, it's time to go, you don't hesitate, you just fucking go. I'll explain it later. But for right now, I don't need your questions. I don't want you asking me what's going on. You just fucking move. Because I've had to do that a few times where it's like, you just fucking move. You just go where I tell you to go. You do what I say. And I'll explain it all later when we're back home or we're far away from it, whatever. I'll explain it all later. But at the moment it's going down, when I tell you it's time to go, you just go. And that's one of my big, you know, tests with dating women are they willing that if i tell them it's time to go and they get up they grab their shit and away we go and there's no fucking around they just move that to me that's a keeper that she doesn't yeah. ask she doesn't question she just fucking goes where i tell her to go and out the door we go and we fucking move on and then then after it's all clear it's fine then it's ask me all the questions you want you know i'll explain it to your heart's content but at the moment of truth, you fucking do what I tell you to do. And I had a lot of clients that had a hard time with that. And either they didn't want to work with me, which was fine, or I didn't want to work with them. That it's like, no, I'm, I'm not doing this again. You know, I'm not doing this with you. You're, you're too risky. You're too risky for you. You're too risky for me. So I've just, I've just always been of the opinion that any, any type of personal protection work or, or bodyguarding or bouncing at clubs or bars it's, it's it's no good it's not worth it at all it's totally not it's totally not and and bladder infection brought it up the funny thing about a street fight the street always wins absolutely which is why there. that's that's what i'm saying <laughs> uh well you know i'll just leave it at that marty you know well you know 
But yeah, you know, that's a film that I remember that I'm just like, oh, fuck. The, you know, I get it. It's a drama. It's a love story, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, man, there was so many things that went wrong in that film where I'm like, nah, nah. Bodyguarding, <laughs> if bodyguarding done right is fucking boring as hell because nothing goes down, which is exactly how you want it to be. It's fucking boring, you know? And if shit pops off, it is the most terrifying five seconds of your life. And if you hit it, you kind of failed. That's how I look at it. Even if everybody, you know, no one got hurt, everyone went out intact, you kind of failed because somewhere you dropped the ball. You could have found what was going on. You could have seen this exit. You could have seen this entrance. You could have seen these couple of dudes over here, whatever it is. There's always something when I go back and look at the couple of times when it got exciting for me, I realized where I failed. That it's like, fuck, I failed because I had to fucking move people. It's like, go, it's time to go. Where the majority of the time, ah, it's fucking boring. You know, ah, everything went good, which is good, but it's boring. You're sitting in the back in the corner where nobody can see you. You're, you're not on display. You're not, you're not being the boyfriend per se when you're, when you're on the job, you're not her escort. You're, you're her fucking protection, you know? So you fucking stand in the corner where nobody can see you. You're basically being paid to be the human meat shield. Exactly. And if it gets to a point where things get a little exciting, guess what? You fucking failed is how I see it. It should be boring every time. It should be to the point where you want to fall asleep. That's that's how I know when it's been a good night when I used to do it is, fuck, I got bored and wanted to take a nap. Well, that was a good night because you didn't have to move anybody. You didn't have to say anything. You didn't have to do anything. You just stood over in the corner and you were a part of the furniture. You know, that's that's when you did the job right. Nobody got excited. Nothing happened. And you're just like, fuck, this is boring. Well, you don't want that shit to happen. You just don't. Not really. Danny, you're so not wrong. Knowing when to pay your dab and leave the bar is a goddamn superpower. Yes. I've been there, I, I don't know, plenty of times, especially when I was in the MC, when I was in the club, because there was always someone who was Kojak. Someone wanted to get fucking, you know, we had a lot of loose cannons in the club. And yeah, there's times where, okay, time to go. Time to get the fuck out of here because shit's about to pop. Fuck that shit. Uh, you know what, Ultra Man, I, I, never, I never bodyguarded a fat woman, so I have no idea. You know, when it comes, whether it comes to the women I've dated or the clientele that I, I protected, I never, I never dealt with a fat girl. So I don't, I have no idea. Well, he should, he should get a job bodyguarding and bodyguard a fat girl and let us know how it goes. Right. Right. You know, not, you know, no shame, no harm. I'm, I'm genuine from a, a professional, if you will, perspective. I'm genuinely curious. How would that work if you had to body bodyguard an obese person? Never mind a woman, even a dude. I, I'm that's actually a valid question. Even if you meant it more in humor, I I'm legit curious because I never did bodyguard someone who was overweight. They were always height, weight, proportionate, slim, slender, athletic, whatever. So I have no idea what that'd be like. That's that's a good question. I'm like, hmm. What would that be like? I don't know. Maybe they would be slower. I have no idea. <laughs> He's going to bodyguard Lizzo. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Where, where is that one at? 
Second from the bottom. Second from is it Second Zachary? from the bottom. Oh God, it's Zachary. Okay, the human's got a bodyguard. Listen. <laughs> oh fuck, you guys are killing me tonight. Oh no, 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 Dre, no, no, no. I, well, I don't know. Lizzo probably has enough money. She could probably afford me because that's an industry I don't want to go back to. But if the price is right, I would. Okay. You know, hey, $20 is $20, as Aaron Clary would say. Well, I have a price too when it comes to bodyguarding. Because I remember it was here, I don't know, a week or so ago. Um, what's her name? Pearly things was talking about, you know, does anyone do private security or something like that? You know, making a dramatic bullshit on Twitter and somebody said something and I replied to it and we had a little thread and they were like, you know, well, would you do it? I'm like, she couldn't afford me, you know, that I know pearly things. She doesn't have the kind of money I would command. It's yeah, besides, like, you don't. That's not something you reach out for on no. social media. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, because that—that's actually how it was. Is that somebody said, "I'm sure there's plenty of dudes in her DMs right about now," you know? And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I remember." Like I said, it brought me back to the day, you know, back when I used to do this shit. And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that again. Fuck that shit." You know, it was either too boring or it's just—it's—it's it's not worth it. And so if I was to go back into that, it's like, yeah, pearly things could not afford me. It's like, well, the other thing too, is if if she was fucking important, important enough, she wouldn't need to ask. No, at least not on social media. Yeah. Not on social media. Yeah. She might have some back channels that she would go through and would be hitting up some actual fucking people. But yeah, asking on social media, it's like, whatever, you know, but you know, from my end, it's like, she couldn't afford me. And it's true. It's like, you, I, I know what my price is and you would not be able to pay it. You couldn't afford me. It's like, yeah, you're, you're going to be safe. You're going to be fine, but you can't afford me. And I'm not going to do it for anything less. Well, so it's just so by, funny. just by her doing that shit, going on, going on social media and asking for a buy. I wouldn't fucking do it anyway because she's oh, fucking, no. it's too much of a liability. It's like, exactly. number one, shut the fuck up. Yep. Yep. That That's why I'm saying she couldn't afford me, dude, because I, I would be too controlling, too domineering, too demanding. And then the price tag, you know, the money value that it's like, you're going to have to pay this and you're going to have to do these things. And if you can't do them, then I'm not doing this, you know? And yeah, part of it is you got to shut the fuck up. You know, it's like you're, you're aggravating the wrong fucking people. And I know you're doing it for internet likes. And yet now you're very vaguely getting an idea that, oh, there might be consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, you think, you know, fuck. Just a few, <laughs> one or two. Mm. Hey, I, Zachary, maybe she is, but I promise you she couldn't afford it's it. It's not, it's probably not worth it. No, it's not. it's not worth it. Like I said, the amount I would want, she'd be like, she'd laugh at me and go, I could hire 10 guys and go hire 10 guys. You know, I don't want to do it. That's what I'm saying. I, my price tag, she wouldn't pay it because I don't want to do it. But if she was willing to pay it, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd fucking do it. But she couldn't pay it. So she wouldn't want to pay it. There's other guys that do it way cheaper and it's, ah, let them fucking have, it, you know, that's one thing that, yeah, I've done that long enough in the past that it's like, ah, fuck it. Do I really want to go back and do that shit again? No, I don't. Well, yeah. It's like, do you, do you want simps or do you want a professional? Exactly. There you go. It's like, yeah. Do you want some asshole wanna be tough guy or do you want a professional? You want Kojak oh, or you want a professional? 
Yeah. And if you want a professional, you're going to pay professional. And that means you're going to do what the pro tells you to fucking do. And I already know I'd be fighting with her. It's like, ah, fuck it. You're not worth it. You know, it's, this isn't about ego. It's about protection and it's about money. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, this is not about a collaboration. This no, it's not a no, collaborative thing. Yeah, we are not a team. Because <laughs> we wouldn't be. I know. <laughs> the clients I had, it's like, dude, we're not a team. You know, you're you're in my care. And so you do what the fuck I tell you to do, you know. And if you don't like it, well, then go find some other dude. You know, that's that's how it went. This I, is not a this is not this is not a ball gag or no ball gag situation. Right. <laughs> or conversation. It's like, right. You're wearing a fucking ball gag, whatever you mean. <laughs> That's like when I'd say it's time to go. And it's like, you fucking question me that, you know, I'll get you out of here, hopefully. But if you question me, we're done. You know, it's like, no, you just do what I fucking tell you to do. You know, that's the thing. You're you're in my custody. You are my possession at that. Like Ryan Stone once said, you got to drag a girl kicking and screaming. Sometimes that's to her own fucking safety. Shit. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, man. Telling that's gonna what. work out. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a short movie because fucking she would get shot. And Rob go native. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, I can tell you the the real movie that would be the dramatic movie. Okay, that would be the dramatic movie that everybody would love to watch. The real movie would be she would say this is what I want, and I'd go no, no, no. This is how it is, and she'd say well, no, and that would be the end of the movie. It show me walking away going, fine, I guess we're not doing this. That's how, that's the reality. That's not even good enough for a Lifetime movie. No, it's not. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not even enough for a fucking short on goddamn YouTube. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying, you know. You, you have to decide your own boundaries and all this bullshit too. You know, and like I said, there's a lot of shit that I was like, I'm not putting up with that. I don't, I don't fuck you. You know, I'm here to protect you. I'm trying to save you from yourself, but I'm doing it for money. And if you can't fucking go along, then go away. You know, I don't, I don't need it. So I only dealt with a very small handful of clients, which they understood, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I feel totally safe with you. But if you tell me go, I go. And it's like, good, then it's we'll be like, fine. It's almost like you have to have frame. Yeah, see? <laughs> Praxology, volume one, Ryan Stone. Go pick up a copy if you haven't already. And if, read it too, God damn it. Yeah, don't you got to read it. it on your bookshelf. So, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be honored or insulted by this. I'm debating. I'm going to take honored just because that's my <sighs> nature. So thank you. Mm. So you're a benevolent dictator tonight, I see. Apparently. Apparently, I'm not choosing violence tonight. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even yeet anybody tonight. There's, that, al- there's always tomorrow, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, there is that. There is that. There's always tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh, wait. I got to see Dre's comment here. You got offered 90K by a company to go to Afghanistan as an armed guard, and I turned it down. That's lowball, dude. That, oh, dude, that is way lowball. In that area? Yeah. In that, in that AO? That's fucking low, dude. <laughs> they saw you coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No shit. 400K after taxes. Yeah, the, dude, that's that's the floor. That's the bare minimum. That's, yeah. all, that's almost offensive. It is. It is. 
it, it yeah. there's no almost that is offensive. Mm-hmm. It's like no 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 no. It's Afghanistan? Afghanistan. That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't even touch that with your dick. And Nick was laughing. <laughs> Fuck, I'll tell you what, no way. Afghanistan, uh, you might want to triple that, bro, or quadruple tr- it. Yeah, quadruple. I'm thinking, you know, we're talking about a mil. Ninety k. That's like. That's like it's like Netherlands prices. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, that that would be like pearly things prices. I'm telling yeah. you what. Yeah, be like, hey, okay, you want to pay me 90k. All right, let's talk, you know. But that's because it's pearly, you know. It's like you ain't that big a deal. But Afghanistan, go fuck yourself. Mm. No, thank you. Fuck. That is an 90k. Insult. That's terrible, dude. That is an insult. That <laughs> Who is did you piss off to get no shit. Jesus, Gray. You better up your game, boy. Learn frame. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we can see how well you did on the interview. <laughs> get 90K sitting in your arse and your. Yeah, Jack. That's, I, that's about how much I get paid. I sit on my ass in my house and do my job. Right. Well, there you go. No, no. See, Marty wants me to meet, you know, yeet him because we've had this conversation before, too. Well, they, you know, him and Danny both. Danny's like saying, please yeet me, daddy. You know, no, you guys, fuck it. I'm not. Tell me you're a closet masochist without telling me. They're they're not even a closet. They're openly swinging their dicks (laughs) around with it right now. Yeet me, daddy. I got to stroke it somehow. It's like, no, no, not tonight. You guys, you, you get the, you get the denial. You know, what was it? The, the saying that, you know, a sadist and a masochist got together and the masochist said, beat me. And the sadist said, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know. (laughs) Exactly. If you know, you know. Exactly. It's like, I'm not going to give you what you want. That's the true definition of sadism. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, guys, we're at like, Jesus, the two hour and a half mark almost. And 17 of you guys are still here. Uh, Bull, do you have anything you want to plug? No. No? no All right. Well, then this will be a quick evening. of Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks uh, for Dark Knight Dev and for Bacon for signing up. Thank you for your support. Uh, Guys, if you want unlimited access to the library, go to my channel page. There's a join button, $4.99. It's per month. It gives you unlimited access to everything that I put behind the paywall because I don't want copyright strikes, all that shit. Blah, 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 blah. Do all that if you want to. If not, don't. It's fine. Otherwise, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Lord, I've had a good laugh, and I think I lived it right. Bet there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky. I'm sure behind them pearly gates there's booze and weed and pills. But if there ain't sluts in heaven, Lord, send me down the hill. Peace, guys. We'll see ya. Later.